to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. I am your host, Kellen Conley, and this is Hyphen Nation. And that's where I'm going to start the recording. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I got a star-studded cast here with me. It's been many months in the making, but I got Marcus showing mad love Robinson. I got Michael Lamarick. And I got the one, the only, it's me, it's me, it's M-A-P, Miles Amadeus Prower. Yo, what up, Doug? What's good? How's it doing, man? And we're here to talk about Infinity War and Endgame. Who's ready? I'm ready. Let's go. I'm watching it right now. (laughs) I am about as ready as Star-Lord is to fuck some shit up. Let's go. Hey. God. So, so before we get into it, though, Maps, did, did, I, I want to answer your question real quick. Hamilton is a musical. <laughs> I just listened to that a couple hours ago. Hamilton's a musical. Wait, okay. have you you never listened to Hamilton? I've never heard of Hamilton until like a week ago. You never heard of it? Like the play and stuff? No, I've never heard of it. So it's like I just heard someone talking about it. And I was like, Hamilton is like the dude who got shot by Aaron Burr? And yes. he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I I got four kids. I'm stuck in my bubble. So it's like, I don't know what the heck is going on. So I was like, well, I keep hearing people talk about Hamilton. What the hell is that? It so I just know it's about something about songs and stuff. Three years ago, Hamilton, the show, was like, you literally couldn't get in to go see that. And actually, even now, it's hard to get in to get tickets to go see Yeah, the New York one, yeah. And like, just about... I, Although I now really don't know if I can say everybody, but everybody heard the soundtrack to it, which, if you haven't heard it, is good. Oh, yeah, that's the one thing that I have heard. People like the song. And I'm pretty sure if I had cable and watched TV on a consistent basis, I'd be a little bit more uh, in the know. But uh, now it's on my, t- it's on my um, to watch list. It's, it's, you can, well, actually, you can probably find a video from it. Uh, but, like, if you just listen to the soundtrack, it everything that happens in the in the play there may be a few alterations but it's a great story to listen through although i don't know it depends if you like musicals uh you know i think they're fantastic i only like three musicals that's uh moonwalker purple rain and streets is watching so (laughs) yes <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that it was yeah, the three that you picked were so different, I trust whatever the hell you say. There's, also, <laughs> there's a reason he's a semi-regular co-host, Miles. Yeah, I, I trust whatever he says. All the strength of those three, yeah, I can't even argue with that. Man, I I'm kind of disappointed because he didn't say sound of music. Ooh, ooh, that's another good one too. That is a musical. You talked about your love of sound of music uh when you were on last time for episode 38. Because it oh, not thirty eight. That was forty. Uh, it was forty eight. It was forty eight. Daughters, dads, and Disney. Yeah, that if, one. 
if I, if we don't sing a song from that maybe once every two days, I don't think we're alive. <laughs> <laughs> I can safely say the confidence song has got me through every bad breakup I've ever had. Hey, that's real talk right there. <laughs> that's real talk. Like I had to get up and listen to Confidence. Let's go out here and get this. Hey, everybody's got that song, man. And if if that's what's doing it for you, then that there ain't nothing wrong with that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Marcus. We're here to talk about Infinity War. I'm gonna let you do your thing, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and direct a question to uh, Lamarique yeah. first. So go ahead and fire away. All right. So the questions that I came up with, we are gonna touch on Infinity War. Um, and basically, you know, looking at the last year, 2018, of some really good act, uh, comic book movies that came out, and then look toward the future and about Phase Four, and where we're going to go with Endgame, and also, you know, where we're going to look to go for Marvel, the Cinematic Universe beyond that. Uh, but the first question, you know, we all have, you know, recently watched or are currently watching Endgame. So eight years removed from the initial uh, release of Infinity War. Um, how do you guys think Infinity War is holding up? Do you think it's getting better with age? Do you think it is you're coming down from the high of seeing it in the summer? Um, Lamarick, what do you what do you think about how, you know, you just watched with your kids, um, you know, yesterday. So how are you feeling about it now today? So for me, there was uh, there was a ramp up to Infinity War. There were movies after movies after movies that, like, Black Panther dropped before Infinity War. So there was a ramp-up to it. When I watched Infinity War over again this weekend, there wasn't necessarily that same ramp-up, but, you know, the expectation that this movie was going to be good was still there. I think, though, there were so many parts that happened that went too fast in the movie that... Mm -hmm. That, like, now, you know, eight months later, when you look back at it, you're like, damn, this part could take in some more time. This part, like, the whole thing with Stephen Strange and how he's just flitting about, we're skipping everything about what he could have done. And he even, like, to me, Strange kind of said what was going to happen. And he was like, I looked at every possibility, and this is the best one, and this had to happen. That's like when somebody says in like a hostage negotiation, give them what they want so that we can move on to the next step to arrest them. Right. So, you know, look at, but I mean, that's also from looking back at it and thinking about everything. There's some people whose characters got weaker. Um, Black Widow, she fell off. Like, I was like, it it, it was weird because they tried Uh to... No, so they tried to cram in too much of her in this movie, and it just ended off as like this weird talk point, and it seemed like it it stuck out to me in the three or four scenes where it's just her talking about things. We're like, all right, you need to really go do something because you're not important now. So, but like Scarlet Witch, like everything that Black Widow would have did, basically Scarlet Witch did in Infinity War. Exactly. Which is why, like, she was, like, useless. And Okoye was more important than than Black Widow. And it's like, what are we doing here? Why is Black Widow even on screen? Like, she took 
time that we could have had with Peter Parker doing random stuff like, oh my god, I'm surrounded by all these superstars. More time and space with, you know, with Iron Man. Is, is somebody uh, making chips? Like, did somebody just create the professional oh. baby? <laughs> what oh, shit? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Big money over here, man. Big money over here. This is this, this the real stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> did somebody just crack some chips? I'm now hungry, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot. Like, I see some of the mistakes. Or things that I feel like were mistakes now more than eight months ago. Eight months ago, this you couldn't have told me nothing was wrong with this movie. Now it's like eh, there's a lot of low points. There's a lot of unnecessary shit. There's a lot of parts we let go. There's a lot of bloat, is yes. what it is. I noticed that when I rewatched it um, once again on Netflix on Christmas. I rewatched the whole thing. I was like, man, this thing is just. It seems like it could have been streamlined a little bit. When you first saw it in the theater, it was definitely made for theaters. But when you first saw it in the theater and you watched it, you're like, man, that's incredible. But then you watch it at home now and you're like sitting here for almost three hours and you're kind of like, I guess I could do without Star-Lord singing right now. It's cute and everything, but I don't know if we need that. I feel you. Uh One of the best scenes in the movie is where... um, What's his name? He says he's been standing there for like three hours and nobody oh, Drax. knows. Yeah, yeah, Drax. But that whole scene could have been like half that speed. Or to yeah. me, half it's that length. It's a lot of fat on there. Yeah. Otherwise, it was still good. Um, what do you think, Maps? Well, for me, of course, y'all know I'm odd because I'm like the only... I, I just recently have started like loving the movie after watching it like five, six times. Damn. And it's cause because my thing is this, I understand it's unfair. I read Infinity War as a kid. So yeah. when I went to see it, I'm thinking like, dog, I remember my favorite part of Infinity War when they were throwing planets at Thanos and they said it was so dire. They had no con- they didn't care that they were inhabited. I'm thinking things are gonna be on this scale. And then I saw it and I was like, eh. then I watched it again and I get it. You know, but a lot of things like they they could have did without, like you were saying, I wish I could have saw Thanos destroy Xander or whatever when he took out the Marvel or the Nova Corps. Mm-hmm. Gladly subbed a whole bunch of that uh, Vision Scarlet Witch for that. And I think one thing I try to always tell myself that I remember it's supposed to be one movie. So I don't know what got cut out of the second one. But right. but I just feel they messed themselves up with a lot of the inaccurate stuff, like having the Hulk and the fake stuff that they had to fake people out, because then you go in and see it, like, all right, Hulk's about to pos- bust out here. But then even with that, and I'm going to quit nerding out on y'all. No, that's with, what that's what this pod's all about. Okay, the thing that they got <laughs> with the whole Hulk thing, it was moot to me, because all, all he had to do was get out the suit. If he would have got hit and almost died, Hulk would have come out. Yep. So the whole point was moot, because all you had to do was just hop out in Thor. He literally died and broke his neck. Hulk came out. Yeah, that whole banner plot is really annoying now. It was funny in the theater to me, but I, I'm not a big fan of the Hulk refusing now as much as I was before. It was an easy ride out. And if you think about it, if Hulk was in it during the whole Wakanda kind of war, you wouldn't have gave a damn what anybody was doing who wasn't Hulk. 
they would <laughs> a lot of crap in for Hulk. So they were just like, let's just take him out. Listen, in comics, when Hulk starts doing things, people get out of his way. Yeah. So that whole thing where it's like, oh, Hulk is just on the sideline? Like, nah. Hulk would be right in the middle and trying to get back at uh, Thanos. Thanos. Because you you don't think that would have been part of Hulk's rage? It was like, oh, you snuffed Hulk? Hulk is coming to snuff you back. (laughs) I mean, I think think you can... I think their reasoning is probably because it was like a snuff. Like, he got his ass was his zopped. Like, he got smoked and fucking body slam. So I think that's... I think they're basically, if I had to guess, like foreshadowing, I think we're, I think they're basically prepping us for life without the Hulk. And so, you know, he got bodied by Thanos and now he's, I guess, in this sense, too cowardly to come back. And so I get, I, I think they're basically telling us like after Endgame, Hulk is going to be no more. For the I most think part. they said no classic Hulk. I think for the next one, it's going to be classic Hulk with strength of Hulk, but the intelligent to Ben. Yeah. Just like they had, or or what they had in the last Thor movie, where it was kind of a simple yeah. Hulk. Yeah, it was Savage Hulk almost. No, no. Savage Hulk is dumber. Savage Hulk is ridiculous. It, it, it was funny today. I'm watching, as I was watching Infinity War, my youngest dog. It was so funny. Every time Thanos was messing stuff up, she started cheering. And I'm like, really? She's just laughing the whole time? And I'm like, yes, you truly are my child. This pleases me. <laughs> Yo, listen. Thanos, Thanos is the best right. character. Yeah. Well, I look at it. Thanos is so like a dad. Yes. If, if, it's like, if, if, if you can relate as a father, he kept talking shit the whole time. All right, now I'm about to get up, handle this business. The whole time, he's telling everybody what needs to be done. He doesn't have a problem with nobody. It's no Ill, 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 Ill intent. Then after he was done, put his stuff up, chilled on the porch and smiled. Listen, <laughs> Thanos is that dad that was like, I had to come out here to clean this up. And nobody wanted, to be, well, nobody wanted to listen to me when I told them there was a problem before. But now that I've got to come out here, y'all are like, no, don't do it. Yes, yes. Don't, don't be tripping now. Nope. Mm-mm. It's too late now. It's too late now. I told y'all to clean things up. Nope. Now everything goes. Half of it, at least. Half everything. <laughs> half everything, but nope. Half everything. But we didn't even do it. It's too bad. I should have thought about that earlier. Right. <laughs> Thank Captain America. And the planets that he went to. He and... The the best part is that he used to go planet to planet and manually do it. And then he was like, you know what? I can just get these stones and do the whole goddamn universe without having to keep flying over place to place. Let's do that. Act that the original plan was to do it planet by planet. That's dedication. He didn't even, after doing it planet by planet, it's got to be a simpler way. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, there's got to be an easier way. He took that to his eventual end. Like, I'm tired of getting exterminating people by planet. You think he Googled it? Do it. He was like, how do I destroy half the universe quicker? And then a little picture that Infinity Stones came up. He's like, oh, thanks, Google. I was like, oh, yeah. I know where I can find those. (laughs) Oh, man. Sticking to Thanos, let's, uh, I want to guys, I want to hear you guys' favorite moment in Infinity War because mine, it's the battle with Thanos and strange like that shit was the most talk about things that were too that were cut out for no reason like that like minute battle was trippy as fuck 
And yes. it was super fucking interesting and super fucking cool. And then, you know, segue to that from him to, you know, shanking Stark, like that and throwing a planet at Stark, like all that shit was to me super cool. So for y'all, um, let's start with you, Kellen. What is um what was your favorite moment from Infinity War? All right, I got I got two. Cause one was like uh was like blue balls, and that mm-hmm. was once Wakanda came on screen. Oh, and I mean, when every everything got to Wakanda, I was like, "Yes, we're back in Wakanda. It's gonna be awesome." And then it wasn't awesome because things went down the way it went down. We lost half the heroes. There wasn't a whole lot of Black Panther or a whole lot of Shuri, a lot of Okoye. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough Wakanda for me. But that was that was the first part I love. As soon as those drums hit, like when they did a little flyover, I think when uh. T'Challa was checking on Bucky. I was like, yes. Like, we're back in Wakanda. And then I was like, oh, snap. Wakanda's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they fucked us on Wakanda. For real. Um, but my soon as they open the borders. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> soon as they let them in and it's gone. Killmonger was right, man. Um, yeah, well, 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 I mean, all right. Fine. Fine. He was no, right on some just come to Killmonger was dead. I'm just saying. Well, that's true, too. True. It's true. Just saying. Can't be wrong. My favorite moment of the movie, you know, you know, I really did like um, when Thor came back, when uh, after he got the Stormbreaker and he came, he hit Wakanda and then uh, he wiped out everybody and he's standing there with Rabbit and with Groot. And uh, yes, I said Rabbit on purpose. And it's like, he just looks badass. It's like, it's like, oh damn, this is like, fully powered back up Thor and we hadn't seen that in a couple movies for him because he'd been yeah. through Ragnarok and yeah. getting of Infinity War so when he came back on he looks at Cap he's like oh I see your copy of my look and then Cap's like oh I see your, your uh, whatever Cap said to him I was like and then he had the funny Avengers moment too that was probably my favorite my favorite moment of movie was just Thor coming in and just wrecking shit I gotta say alright Matt what about you what was your favorite moment from Infinity War Oh, uh, I got oh since we can pick two, I'll say my first one. <laughs> I like Thanos uh, was about to take Gamora, and she was telling my man Peter Quill to kill him. As a dad, I thought that joke was ill at the last second. He was like, "Hmm, I like him," and left. And I was like, "That was such a dad move." Yeah, do it. You know what he do it? I like him, and it just left. I thought that was so <laughs> so ill. Mm-hmm. And also, like, of course, not to bite the whole uh, Wakanda thing when they went into battle and uh, uh, Harambe, that whole thing, man. I just, that mm-hmm. just was, it made me happy. Then again, it made me sad because I'm like, dang, this is about to go. But it was just the whole battle was just so ill. My favorite scene happens to be when um, Scarlet Witch was supposed to be destroying the Infinity Stone. Mm. And that goes back to the whole. Thanos being a father figure thing and just coming in to clean everything up. And the way he walks over to her and she's trying to, you know, brush him off and she cannot. And he stops to pat her on the head and explain to her like a simple little child. No, this has to happen. And it doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to. And, you know, she finishes blowing up, um, blowing up uh vision and he was like no i got this rewinds time and brings vision back to take that shit out of his head and i'm like damn 
That is cold. Yeah. That was that was that was an awesome moment. He brought him back to kill him again. That's yeah. cold. That is terrible. He was like, the vision must have been like, I'm alive again. And then it was like, not, not for long. It's just yeah. a moment in time. Grand opening, grand closing. That's like when you call your kid back into the room to turn off the light and they're thinking you wanted them for something. You're like, no, 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 just turn off the light and go away. <laughs> okay, this this may be a super downer question. Is it worse to to die twice or to see the person you love the most die twice? Because Scarlet Witch mm. had to kill her man and then she watched her man come back and then get his ass just taken out the paint. And uh, yeah, that that's that twice. Uh, I think that's that could be a personal thing because I think watching the person you love die twice is probably the first time is you taking their life and then the second time somebody else does it. That's so much worse. Yeah. I think it's worse to take someone's life and then find out it was for nothing. And yeah. also to know that if you would have done it earlier, all this would have been fixed, supposedly. Yeah. I think that would hurt more knowing that dang I had the thing I had to put off doing, I had to end up doing, and when I did it I failed. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, life. That's life. That's <laughs> so that's so such life, yeah, man. That's adulthood, dog. <laughs> that is. That's life. adulting in every single way. Jeez, why is this movie teaching us about being adults? Thanos is that family, man. That's the universe, man. <laughs> Our whole movie was about family. It was. Damn right it was. Sometimes you gotta take their lives. Hey, say, say. Sometimes you gotta, uh, gotta break. You gotta break some eggs to make an omelet. I mean, true. You don't see the chicken cry, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did it as fair as possible, randomly, evenly across the board. He's, he didn't even care whose whose family mattered to who. He was like, eh, it's gonna be half your world. Yeah. No matter so, what. Sticking with sticking with more on Thanos, I think you guys talking about Thanos is pretty interesting. Who do you think was more right, Thanos or Killmonger? Thanos. Shit. <laughs> Curse you for making me answer this. Mm. Okay, because if you look at Thanos, Thanos' whole argument is that to preserve humanity, we're overpopulated, so... Half y'all motherfuckers got to go, but he is saying we can be indiscriminate about it. The rich, the poor, like, you know, handsome, ugly, all y'all motherfuckers can go. Well, half y'all motherfuckers can go, right? Mm -hmm. But Killmonger thing is that, you know, we have these, we have this strength, we have this power, but we're basically kowtowing to these dictators when we can be the ones that are the authority, we can be the ones that are in power, so we can use our muscle to do whatever we want. Now, both are psychopaths in the, in the end of the day. Very true. But, but who do you think Point was more... Uh, he, he may got a point. Who do you guys think? Lamar, so, who would you say? I th- so I think the thing about Killmonger's point is... Think about the point of view of why a parent doesn't want a child to do something. And even though the child is like, but why when you can do this? And you're like, there's reasons why we don't do this. And sometimes you can allow a little bit to happen. That's what it is. Killmonger didn't 
he wasn't living there. He didn't uh, go through everything. And especially from the perspective of a king or nobility, which he was technically nobility. So he doesn't understand how things like that work. He understands it from the outside in. Right. And he under, he also understands it from the point of the people who are being stepped on and don't have rights and are being killed left and right. And then seeing that there are people with power who overlook it. But those people with power, they sometimes don't influence other people with their power because then they become a target. And that's one of the things that Black Panther was like, we don't want to be a target. Of course, we can wipe most of this world, but we don't want to be a target. And that's what uh, they kept trying to tell him, like, we we don't want to do that. We can, but we don't want to become targeted by every single nation in the world and half of them being backwater anyway. That becomes a problem when every single nation now looks at you and says, well, y'all been hiding all of this and y'all didn't share and y'all didn't want to be part of these world wars right? that everyone took a part of. And, and then they're going to be like, we don't think you guys should be a part of this world. Y'all didn't want to be a part of it. That's a bigger picture thing that he didn't think about. Like when you sit there and you and you've sheltered your country for so long and then you and then you come out and everybody's like, well, what are you putting into this to be a part of it? So I think Killmonger lost that battle because he didn't see that. That's deep as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Uh, um, Very well put. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to say Thanos is right. I'm not going to say it as eloquently as Mike did. I don't say big words, man. You you, you put small words together really well. Um, the, The thing is... I mean, like, you nailed it, man. Like, everything with Killmonger was from outside in, and he saw what was happening to black people in his hood and and how Wakanda it was in a position to help, and he weren't, and he was trying to take advantage of that to essentially start a black uprising. Um, and Thanos, man, Thanos is really, like, a final solution kind of guy, to say final solution, but um, yeah. he, um, he ultimately solution. is trying to preserve all life by eliminating half of it. It's a very noble cause and a cause that not many would take on. So I think Thanos's heart was in the right place, man. Uh, he, he sees a bigger picture that none of these other heroes do that are trying to take him down. Everybody's like, oh, you can't kill half of life. That's crazy. That That's not good. But I mean, if you're looking at the big picture, it makes a lot of fucking sense to eliminate half the population. Now, I'm not going to go out there tomorrow and be like, let's kill half of us and then we'll have more food and more resources. No. But- Although we also got to say that the uh, movie version of Thanos is a lot more sane than a comic book version of Thanos. Mm, man, yes. comic book Thanos. Ooh, that's the man. He, he had that same that same math, but he did not give two shits. No. No, at that day, yeah, he was so maniacal, man. Oh. Yeah, comic oh. book Thanos is, was nothing to play with. Oh, no, he, he was so sweet, man. <laughs> he didn't have that father role out there. He had that... Uh, the, the comic book Thanos had more of a shunted child, like... He believed everybody was kicking him away. 
And then he, when he figured out the math of it, he was like, look, we can save the world if we just kill half the world. And then he was shunted, and then he had to kill his whole planet. <laughs> to prove a point. It's like, see, I was right. But none of you are around to really check my math, but whatever. <laughs> uh, sure, I guess well, it's my turn to answer. Well, first off, let me um, say um, my statement is biased. Oh, but I'm going to try to be as logical as I can. Is it I would say, I would say Killmonger was more right, and this is why. With 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 the tools at Thanos' disposal, I'm about to nerd out on y'all and get super geeky. Do it. Space is infinite. You could create infinite resources with control over time and space. If Killmonger had half of this, of the power that Thanos had, he probably would have made another planet and just put black people on it. Mm-hmm. Black Planet. <laughs> that, Killmonger would have did that. Now he probably would have waged war with Earth after that, of course. But I think just Thanos. I mean, I love Thanos to death. But between the two, I can kind of see where Killmonger come from. Even though, it's like you know, you can say they're both wrong. At least he was personally slighted to want to go to war or something like that. Killmonger is just like, yeah, everybody's got to take this loss. Yeah, I mean, because the thing, Thanos, I'm sorry. The thing is, if if his father hadn't got killed and they would have lived in Wakanda, like they, he probably wouldn't have turned out as super aggressive as he did. Oh, there's no way. But so, so yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't know. I think that for even for like um, even for Thanos, like if, if we've been honest, like overpopulation is actually a thing that probably is gonna hit. Earth, if not in our lifetime, like our children's children's lifetime. Oh, so, oh, yeah. so that's not, that's not something that we have to worry about. So, if, <laughs> if I'm not alive for it, then you know, Viacom deals. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I think that, like, I think at the end of the day, Killmonger, I think even though he he initially did sort of, you know, be like. You know, we're black. We need to have all the strength. We need to, like, overthrow our, you know, overseers or whatever. I think at the end of the day, like, he had a selfishness to him that yeah. he, he kind of masked, like, what his true intentions were. Like, even though he wanted to, like, you know, cause this uprising, he still wanted to be the face of that uprising. And he still used, like, sort You're of right. selfish yeah. means to sort of get that. So, eh, it's kind of... Right. I don't know. I think, you know, it's... I think it's a hard choice. His emotion, his his decision was more emotional. Thanos' was more logical. Yeah. But I still think he could have made infinite resources and stuff for the whole galaxy. But then again, you know, he did have a real good point. That's nothing, nothing's better than balance. Well, I guess when you accept it, you're being the one balanced. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Some people uh, who are back in Germany will probably uh, disagree with that. But yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. That's the second Nazi reference we've had on the show. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, wait. Because I just said something about the final solution. So. Oh, that was, that was yeah. very yeah. sneaky. Yeah. That was it. That, that was the final solution. Yeah, that is a nice. Mm-hmm. We yep. are moving up. Yeah, we are moving along. <laughs> you guys are problematic as hell. Oh my god. Steadily raising the bar on the terrible. 
<laughs> yeah, but we're not talking in support of these things, unlike somebody oh, no. who just, just had to drop something that. and I had to cut I, it out. I mean, you know, maybe Killmonger could, you know, be a real-life person. You know, we might throw some ducats at him. Support uh, that. He's more truthful than he'd be more truthful than Trump. Yeah, I mean, that's the bar kind of low for that. Yeah, that's super low. Trump wasn't telling the truth when he was alive, when before he was a president. Quite as Kemp, he was telling the truth. <laughs> he was just like, "Oh man, don't get me started on that crap." That whole no oh, man, that's, that's wait. You know what? We might have to make that divergence because I really wonder what people thought. Yeah, I, I want to hear what you're gonna say. <laughs> I really wonder what people thought about him before they they thought. It, I mean, this is the guy who had absolutely nothing else to do but host a television show. I understand Ronald Reagan was in movies, but he's nowhere near as dumb as Donald Trump, and nowhere near as dumb as Trump has historically been. What did people think? He's not Barack Obama, and he's not a woman. Basically. We're going to vote for him. All right, uh, that answers it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's if you look at how the people are now, quiet is kept for the mass of the people who are. He's what they deserve because I was hoping for it to be like when Lex Luthor became president in <laughs> DC. <laughs> it was like, oh, he's a jerk, but he's doing good stuff. Right. But nah, it's more like Wait. Trump became president in real but, life. But you know what's funny? That actually makes sense because uh, Trump has this Lex Luthor thing against um, Obama, who would have been Superman to him, super, <laughs> super Negro at this point. I mean, that's like, like he did have a black superhero, and like he had to call on him for help. That could be a TV show in itself. Oh, how far the shit would it get before Trump called him Black Superman? You know, like, how bad would it get? I think the world would be burning down in front of him, be, and he would be like, what do I need to call Barack Obama for? Right. Call him and tell him to build that wall. <laughs> right. He would have been like, go talk to your Democrats, Barack. Get back to, get the <laughs> to build this damn wall. <laughs> talk to your people. Get, get him to build that wall. Underlay. Oh, shit. <laughs> And then there would be some weird backlash thing. And like, see, this is why we need to ratify voting rights for all of you. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? What do you mean? This isn't sanctioned. You can't do this, Trump. Oh, shit. But back to Infinity War. And, uh, yeah, it ain't going to make more sense in, the, real, in real life politics. It does. Well, back to Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, Marvel oh, tends wow. to since then. Regularly scheduled podcast. Alright, so we we touched on sort of, you know, uh Infinity War aging over time and our favorite moments from Infinity War and some of our favorite characters from Infinity War. Um uh, but I wanna look back a little bit. So alright. So twenty eighteen well map. Uh, have you seen Into the Spider-Verse yet? No, I, I have not. Oh you, oh, you niggas. Oh, no. Like, I've seen Aquaman, though. Oh. You know what? Yeah, after seeing Aquaman, Spider-Man is going to blow your mind. 
Oh, I know. I already know Spider Man's gonna be awesome. I'm just waiting for my man to hook me up with it. It's just I really wanted to see it, but then I saw everybody else who was in it, and I was like, it's just been Miles and Spider Man, but I feel like it's mainly Miles though. It's mainly Miles. It's his story. You you want to see this in theaters? Like I promise you, like you want to see this in a movie theater? Yo, fuck that! I'm about to throw something at your cash app. Let's get you to go see this tomorrow. Shoot, man, whenever I get some time off of work, I'm going to try to go see it. But I, I def- definitely, for the least bit, I want to take my daughters to go see anything with bliss black people or anything like that on TV or screen. I take them to go see it. It's as soon as I get some dog on time, trust and believe it is on my to do list. You know what? I will say, though, there are some scenes that may make them jump, but it's going to be good. Um, so the question I was going to ask is. Um, cause I, I've seen, you know, into the spider verse and I, I legit think that when we look back at 2018, we're going to look at black Panther infinity war and spider verse as probably some of the best comic movies ever, but we'll table that question for like another podcast. Cause for real? yeah. Cause I don't want to, I definitely don't want to spoil it. Like it's like, if anyone has not seen that yet, like see that in theaters as soon as possible. Um, so we'll jump to the next question. So, um, I wanted to get you guys is, um, I want to talk about some of your favorite comic book movies ever, because I think this is going to fall in, I think Infinity War at the end of the day is going to fall into one of the best ever, but I wanted to get you guys, what is your, what was your top three favorite comic book movies ever? So it doesn't have to be like the best necessarily, but Ooh, what's all, okay. what's all with you, Matt? What do you, for your top three favorite ever, like what would you say is your top three? Oh, this is gonna be controversial for me. Uh, oh, let me yes, say, <laughs> my number one is gonna make y'all mad. Uh, let me think. Uh, I'm gonna have to say, of course. Hmm. I'm gonna say number three. Don't say Justice League. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wounded by your words. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say number three. <clears throat> I hate to say this, Black Panther. Then I'm gonna have to say. Infinity War, then my number one, I'm going to say Scott Pilgrim. Oh, nice. nice. In my opinion, shot for shot, frame for frame, it is the best comic book to a screen movie ever. I fuck with Scott Pilgrim so heavy. It's actually my background on my phone right now is Ramona and Scott with Scott hanging out the bag right now. So (laughs) underrated. And then there's the game which continues on some of that greatness. And then if you read the comic, man, the comic is so great, man. Oh, man. It is so, it's like, it's literally, if you read the comic, it is like, most of those scenes are word for word redos of the comic. It is, it's it's sweet. Of course, Black Panther was great. The ending was kind of weak, though. Hmm. But other than that, yeah, those are my top three. Why do you think the ending was weak? Yeah, we need to hear that question. (laughs) Well, it's just, for me, the, the, the ending, like the fight between... Killmonger and Black Panther at the end to me was kind of, oh, I see it, was kind of weak. Like, if you see Aquaman, it's not great. But the ending of that, like the last fight, was a lot more into like, excuse me, with them, I get the reference with the Underground Railroad and stuff, but I thought it was supposed to have been like, if it had more action, but the writing was so good, it didn't really matter. The movie was so great, it didn't, that didn't take anything away from it. But I just thought like it could have been a little bit more, less CGI with the whole fight at the end, which is them two. Yeah, right. yeah, I can see that. There's nothing wrong with that take. But it wasn't bad. I mean, it's just like saying this cake is great, but that frosting sucks, so the whole thing sucks. No, I mean, it's good. The whole thing is great. <laughs> I thought it was too dark. 
I don't know about you. I kind of had because I saw it mostly in the movie theaters. I had a hard time sort of following it, so I can see why it would take away from that. I, my the weird thing for me is with Infinity War, I thought it wasn't that with like ironically with that, I thought Infinity War was way too light, way too light. Like I was the only one laughing when people were crying in the theater. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I, what was wow. coming. Like, I, I thought like when he did whatever to uh, Drax and uh, uh, Mantis, I thought they were dead. Yeah, I did too. I yeah, was supposed to be. I'm looking at the point like I'm thinking. If you ever read the comic, when he took Thor's hammer and threw that mug into space and watched him die and was just murking people, I'm waiting for, like, when he's going to start bodying people. Like, I was the only one who thought the whole turning into dust thing at the end was weak. And I was like, ugh. Really? That's, I was like, that's it? I was like, it should have had, like, people dropping dead then they just screaming at the bodies, like, oh, my God, what happened? I was like, oh, that was, that was kind of soft to me. But I understand they got to do it for kids, so. But, yeah, it didn't. I was like, meh. Damn, that's a take right there, boy. Now that is a take. I like that. <laughs> and that's and ladies and gentlemen, that is why I wanted maps. <laughs> that's just me. I, I know it's different, but that's just my opinion. All right. So um uh Kellen, what is yes. your top, what is your top favorite three ever? Uh, Again, my headphones did not. Hold on. Let me get my microphone back in. Can you hear me? Yeah, we did. That was real smooth. I leaned back too far. Um, it sucks when it falls out, man. That's what she oh. said. Um, <laughs> beat me to it. We all are that. Yeah, I'm, I stay on top of that. Um, that's what she said. So, <laughs> so, top three. I am going to say Black Panther is not in my top three. As okay. much as I love that movie, Black Panther is right. top five. As long as he's got Winter Soldier, that's believable. Yeah, number three is Watchmen. Mm. Ooh, mm. I really like the Watchmen movie. Uh, I thought it, you were just talking about Scott Pilgrim being a shot-for-shot yeah. shot remake. I was thoroughly impressed with what they were able to get from the graphic novel into this movie. Um, and then when you watch the extended cut, which is like four or five hours, which I own, it's even more better because it's literally it's probably Zack Snyder's best work. That's not three hundred. To be completely honest with you, I love Watchmen. Number two would have to be, I'm going to say Iron Man. Um, the, first. the very first Iron Man, yeah, man, because you, you never forget your first. And that obviously it's everybody's first MCU movie. I still feel like that movie has very little flaws. The story moves, the casting is perfect. Um, obviously, it's it's Robert Downey Jr.'s first time out as uh, as Tony Stark, and I just love, love, love that film. Um, and then number one is going to be The Dark Knight. Can't knock oh. that. that. Good pick. Because the the thing that like I, me and Marcus talked about it um, on episode sixty something. I can't remember fifty something. When me and Marcus talked about it. Um, I, I just said that I remember when I walked out of seeing The Dark Knight the first time, I was like, that wasn't a comic book movie. That was just a good ass movie, period. And the fact and no one had done that up to that point and made a good ass comic book, like a good ass movie that was no, made a movie that was so good that it didn't feel like a comic book movie. And that was the first time it happened for me. And I got distracted several times when me and Marcus was talking about 
The Dark Knight a few months ago, uh, watching the actual movie because I, I just got sucked in that easily. So Dark Knight, man, is just in, number one for me. Then that's the end all be all still. All right, Lamarique, what, what is your top favorite three ever? All right, so my top three are actually movies that I've watched so many times, and I really feel like Scott Pilgrim should have been up there, but it, but it's not. Um, number three has to sound the music. Ah, sorry, wish, <laughs> wish, but if Mary Poppins was had some action in it, it would be on there. Um, God damn it! Now you made me forget the name. <laughs> Oh my god. Damn. You're, you're a jerk. Um you psyched them out, Callan shit. A little bit. Yes. That was good. That was That's good. Points okay. in basketball. All right. So number three is Hellboy. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. okay. I, I because Hellboy was a bit darker in terms of comic book movies that were coming out, and it was almost pointed towards adults but wanted came out afterwards and wanted was directly pointed towards adults who were reading comic books mm-hmm. but hellboy still had like some funny parts and still stuck to some of the comic book tropes so i loved hellboy for that hellboy i like was, both hellboy movies yes and the action scenes in hellboy were dope 100 percent. number two is blade the original. Ah, mm. uh, yes. Hard. That's hard. Well, states, sir. I, and it's funny because I was about to put Spawn on there because it was such a great bad movie. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Spawn's not bad. Okay, Spawn's, Spawn's a great, great movie. If you can, Spawn's not age well. If you can skip all of the parts before he goes to hell, it's so much better. Like, once he goes to hell, then gets his powers, and then gets dumped into the trash bin, the movie rolls. But everything before then is just trash. But Yeah. Um, but Blade, it's still quotable. There are scenes in Blade that you that people were just making memes of, like the part where um, they're fighting on top of the table, and he just puts his hand in front of him, waves it, and then kicks him in the face. I'm like... This movie's still good. And my number one movie. I should have really wrote this down. It <laughs> um, <laughs> really should have. That's the thing. Well, real this way, man. Off the cuff. I know, right? I did two really good ones that y'all thought about for a while. Um, my number one movie actually will go to uh, this last Avengers movie. And Infinity War, as much as I talk about like all of the weird gaps and spaces in between, it actually is a good movie to sit there and walk and walk watch straight through. Black Panther, when you go back through it and watch it again, there's so much tragic scenes. It was like, all right, this scene was unnecessary. How do we roll from that to the next? And there is literally no political parts in it. And Black Panther, if you read the comics, is super political. Oh, yeah. And it's missing so much of the comic book stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a king uh, when he's done doing all of the action scenes. Hell no. And actually, from uh, the last Captain America, the only reason he was there as Black Panther was to follow up on his king shit. 
This is action movie first, king shit. Action scenes first, king shit second. It doesn't really push the whole agenda of Black Panther, which is I gotta put my country first. Very good point. And um, Infinity War, his country was being invaded, and that's why he was pushing for it. And he had, you know, his uh, fucking white, uh, his uh, white horse in, the, in there with uh, Bucky. His saviors. <laughs> <laughs> so Infinity War as a is a. Did you call him White Horse? And did you mean to say White Wolf? I meant White Horse because. He's a fucking stallion with that. Okay, I, I got you. All right. <laughs> yeah, that hair was just flowing throughout the That's movie. Right. Well hung. It's, it was. It was God, gorgeous. There, there goes that bar moving forward again. There it goes. <laughs> no, so um, and and also like he wasn't really that important, but he was there, and because he they fixed him up, and they're like, here you go, you can get your white back, your white guy back, and he's even better. Um, but Infinity War as a movie rolls better than Black Panther does. Black Panther has a bunch of great scenes, but as a movie, it kind of has a lot of jerky scene, jerky spaces in between. Infinity War rolls better. And that's yeah. why it's my better comic movie. It's not the best comic adaptation. No, because... <laughs> It misses a lot of the points from the original comic book Infinity War, but as a comic book movie, that one is my number one right now. Solid. All right. Okay, so we have Map and Lemurik. Infinity War cracked their top three. Um, I gotta, I'm gonna do it again. (laughs) My number three, I've seen this movie, I saw it five times in the movie theaters. I saw it once on Blu-ray. I saw it once. It hit Netflix Christmas, and I'm watching it again right now. And I love Infinity War, man. Like it's it really is sort of the culmination of all these movies over this last decade. And like I I love it. Like the flaws and all. Like I still fuck with it super super heavy. Um, my number two is the first movie that I can really say I actually fell in love with movies with is uh, 1989's Batman, the OG. Oh, yes. Like, Michael Keaton is the best Batman. Um, he, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson is Joker was fucking phenomenal. Michelle Pfeiffer is um, uh, what's-her-face? Uh, I'm blanking on uh, Oh, I said Michelle Pfeiffer. I meant... Um, no, no, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was she was dope in his Vicky Vale. Um, the soundtrack, oh my god, the soundtrack is fucking phenomenal. Prince. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. so Made it to impress Kim Basinger or whatever. Yeah, oh, he, was, he was definitely impressed her in that studio, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my man was impressing the hell out of her. <laughs> Nobody told Batman no. No one did ever. <laughs> so, so yeah. So the OG Batman movie, um, that's my number two, and my number one. Um, even though he's not the best Batman, I still got to give it to Dark Knight. Um, I I still remember the feeling of being in a movie theater at the midnight showing of that movie, and everyone just on edge, like no one, no one. Like no one knew like what the hell was gonna happen. Like I had no clue they were gonna turn two face in the movie. Like 
I didn't know like the ending, like, you know, the standoff between Two-Face and Gordon and Batman and the kid there and like how that whole like thing played out. Like it was it was pretty exciting to see a, a comic book movie that people just was like, you know, this is just a fucking dope movie. Like we don't need to put even a comic book in front of it. It's just a dope ass movie. Right. Yeah, so so that's my top three. Infinity War, uh eighty nine, Batman and Dark Knight. It's a hell of a list. I, 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 and you agree with me, so that, that, that makes me even more happier with the number one. Um, <laughs> I do want to send an honorable mention out to um, to uh, X-Men 2. That's one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite superhero movies. It's in the top ten. I Absolutely. talked about it on Applied before. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming is good. I oh, still prefer oh, Spider-Man you, OG, though. You know what? Yeah. Best Spider-Man ever, man. No, actually, whoa, whoa, whoa. you haven't seen Spider Verse yet. Let me read. Don't don't ruin it for him. Don't ruin it for him. I'm not gonna ruin him for him, but I'm gonna say this. Sp- um, so I had a big beef with uh, Homecoming because they take a lot of things that is Miles Morales and move it to Peter Parker. Yeah, like the whole thing. Peter Parker is supposed to be living at home with his aunt May, and that would have been it. They took. Miles Morales' whole living away in the dorms. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me, was a bit unfair. Because Miles Morales deserves that story. That's his shit. Because the whole thing about how he got into the school, which Peter could have as well, but Peter's whole agenda is being part of the public school. If Miles I remember my Ultimate Comics Spider-Man right, wasn't that didn't he like win some kind of lottery or yeah. he entered in a lottery to get in that he, school? His parents got him into the lottery to go into this brand new private school, and he got a scholarship to go there, like because he's actually smart. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a genius level scientist like Peter is, but he's smart. And they, you know, the school is supposed to be taking advantage of how smart he is and putting him through, you know, difficult enough coursework that he's going to go into college and blow through shit. And, you know, it's supposed to be pushing him for opportunities. But his whole thing is he he's not at home. It's his school. And that's where that Asian boy comes in, Genki, who's his who's his only friend, but in mm-hmm. his roommate, Peter Parker doesn't get that. Peter Parker's not supposed to have that. Peter Parker's He's always an outsider. Peter Parker yeah, exactly. Peter Parker is not supposed to be cool enough to really have friends. Like he has people who know him and his next door neighbor who's lived there, who's lived around him and know him, but they're not his you can call them friends. You know, that's like people you went to school with forever. You're like, all right, we're friends because we went to school and I know you. But most of the time they're not like friends like that and when oh actually no i'm sorry the osborne kid is his only friend <laughs> but in the movies yeah no in the comics as well yeah but they didn't meet till college and technically his only friend they didn't meet again until college yeah yeah he didn't really have any friends in high school like he had liz and and flash who was bullying him liz was flash's girlfriend and then besides that he didn't really have any friends like the first 30 issues of amazing spider-man man but you see that's what i mean like that Mm. whole thing could have worked so much better to show that peter parker being bullied and you know 
working through that instead of what Miles Morales did. Miles has Miles has swag, and that's how he gets friends and keeps people around. Peter Parker doesn't. Peter Parker is a nerd. He is completely on the outside. You're just oh. talking about you could be talking classic Peter Parker though. No. They oh. kind of hipped him up, but by essence, I get what you say. I, I, I think, in my opinion. So of course, Homecoming like, is the best Spider-Man movie ever. It's um, still a Spider-Man. I haven't seen it. And also when Vulture figures out who he is, and you're like, oh, oh shit. He's about to get shot in the car. That was a great scene. That was a great scene. When he opened that door, I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, oh shit, she's like, that's her dad. Man, yeah, that was a great scene, man. Didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming either. That was beautifully done. I I have high hopes for the next Spider Man movie. That's uh, the next. I I don't think it's going to deliver. I think it will because we're, 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 I think it will. I hope it will. I think, I think we're at a time where it's easier to, to not doubt Marvel than it is to doubt Marvel. Like, I think Captain Marvel is going to be phenomenal. And I don't know shit was going to happen with this movie, honestly. I mean, and I think they're going to, you know, end up tying it into, you know, Captain Marvel surviving to end up in Endgame or whatever. But I mean, at this time, like, I mean, trusting Marvel, trusting Marvel, the cinematic universe, that's you're you're playing with house money. Like DC, <laughs> like you can't trust some motherfuckers to do anything right at this point. <laughs> you couldn't trust but, them to fall. <laughs> I, I oh, what you say? DC. I said you couldn't trust DC to fall if you pushed them. Exactly, exactly, man. So, but they I got think, Aquaman right. I gotta give them that. They got Aquaman right. Um, I I kind of heard sort of mixed things about it. I haven't seen it. I if it comes on Netflix and I'm bored one day, I may catch it. But I can't give DC my dollars. It's, it's except, except for Wonder Woman. Except for yeah. Wonder Woman. I couldn't even see Wonder Woman. But see, I'm I'm weird with the movies because it's like, all right, but Wonder Woman. When everybody was asking me that I want to see that, I'm like, I'm not about to go see Wonder Woman the first Avenger. And because when I want to see a Wonder Woman movie, I want to see her fighting like mythical Greek creatures, which is her whole thing. It's like when I look at it, it's like they have so much great material to use. Like they could do war with Amazon when they went to war with America. You could set that up over like four or five movies. Why is she fighting in World War One? Can you imagine if they did that that Amazon war? We would have lost our minds. Oh, yeah. It's no, so yeah. much dope stuff they can set up with. Like, man, man you already know. I be, I, man, it's so much better stuff they can set up than what the hell they're doing. But they're going for the easiest. They're like, well, Captain Marvel, I, I'm going to watch it. Not the, Mar- not the DC Marvel. I'm not going to watch that crap. But the only reason why I'm really interested in Captain Marvel is for Photon. If they, they say they're supposed to have Monica Rambo in there. And, oh, oh girl, I don't know if y'all know who she is. She, I she, know who that is. That's that girl. Yep. If they can set up for something for her, I'm all with it. Because I always thought it was iffy when they say Captain Marvel, she's going to be the strongest, even stronger than Hulk. Yeah, she kind of is. I guess, but I mean, like... But, I mean, she uh, she kind of takes some time to get that strong, like, for her to power up, and she will deplete before she, like... Monica Rambo though, can take down Hulk. Monica Rambo is so sweet. Don't even then with that, they can put that in Black Panther. It's so much <laughs> ill stuff they could do with that because at one point, don't she that's that she become Captain Marvel? No. 
So she runs by the name or something, doesn't she? No. Well, no, I think she does. Yeah, I think she was. She had the white outfit with the fro, and she was on the Avengers. That's a uh, spectrum. No, no, no you're, I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. Nah, she's right. She had, had uh, joining the Avengers. She was all right. She did change her name to Spectrum. So you're both right. She was Monica Marvel, initially known as Captain Marvel. She later used the code names Photon, Pulsar, and beginning in 2013 Spectrum. You, both you right. niggas is nerds. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I'm holding back. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Nah, I'm, I'm teasing. Nah, I love all this shit, man. I mean... Oh, this is I, like relations with me, man. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Marcus, you need to... If you want to know a little bit of... If you want to know a black female that would kick ass all across comic books, Monica Rambo. Yeah. She is that chick. I love the name, so <laughs> I believe she, <laughs> she could turn into any form of the with a spectrum, like electromagnetic spectrum with a light spectrum. She is so ill. Then later in the comic, she gets with Black Panther and he teaches her how to use her stuff even better. Oh, and then she normally teams up with Blue Marvel. They showed that dude didn't have an Allstate guy play him. Oh, oh wait a minute, uh, hang on, Dennis you know That's the other thing. If they do do Monica Rambo like this, they could actually, and like, if Monica Rambo is going to be in like the eighties, they could have Blue Marvel, and he just basically goes to sleep because that's what he did. He hid out and, be, and was a teacher while everything was happening. They could, but that'd be too much like right because supposedly what they're saying, like, all they trying to set up is female movies, which is nothing wrong with that. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I think like he's saying that with spite. No, it's not a problem. I don't care. It's a full time movie. I'm all for the full time movie. All right. Well, let's. Well, actually, let's stay on this course. So, one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys, because um, we're gonna look a bit forward, because uh, we're wrapping up Phase Four. I guess uh, Marvel and then Endgame is gonna be technically the last two movies in Phase Three, and then I guess. Um, uh, the new Spider-Man is probably going to be the first Phase Four movie, um, which we're only six months away from that. Mm. Oh man, don't tease me. That's what she said. <laughs> so, so looking forward, um, so what are you guys' expectation for not only um, Captain Marvel but also in yeah, game and also just the MCU in general, Kellen? What? It, once you answer first, what do you think? Um, do you think we're gonna? Do you think uh, Marvel's gonna live up to the hype in Endgame World Two, or what are you predicting for the future? I I think I don't think Endgame is going to be as good as Infinity War. I don't think it's going to be a letdown, and I don't think it's going to be bad. But I just feel like when everything's said and done, Endgame, I think it'll get a look. Uh, it'll be looked at kind of like how Age of Ultron was when it first came out. And everybody was kind of like, oh, Age of Ultron is an Avengers. But then in the years past, and then people look at Age of Ultron now, and, they're like, and they see the bigger picture, like, oh, Age of Ultron actually makes sense. I kind of feel like Endgame might do the same thing. But it has a lot going on because it's definitively ending this 10-year run, 11-year run of Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Let, so let me ask you, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, if, if Endgame is a letdown, 
would that somehow make Infinity War let down too? Because I'm scared of that. I'm scared if if Endgame isn't good, Infinity War is. I think you're asked like, what was the point? You know what I mean? No, I don't think it will. Um, even if they don't stick the landing, I, I don't think that affects Infinity War. Infinity War is a good enough standalone movie by itself that even if its ending is shit, I don't think it's going to ruin it. They'd have to really like really fuck everything up in the last movie for Infinity War to be affected. So I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. It's not going to change my opinion, at least. So do you think there's going to be closure? I, there, there's going to be a lot of closure. Um, I think, and I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and read ahead on your question, Marcus. So you're going to say, I know that you said something, who makes it to phase four, the OG Avengers. I think we're done seeing definitely Cap and, Cap and Iron Man. I don't know if that means that, and I mean uh, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark in those roles. I don't know who steps into those places. Obviously, Bucky would be the easy choice for Captain America. Um, I doubt that they go with Falcon because I don't feel like Falcon's character is strong enough in the MCU to step into that. He's getting a spinoff, too. No, hell no. Is he? Yeah, you know him, uh, him and Winter Soldier getting a spinoff on the uh, Disney uh, streaming service. Oh, that's right. They are. Oh, right about that. oh no. That's a terrible thing. Ugh. Oh, it's the actual actors, dude. This might that's... be dope with the Disney no. button. Uh no. Oh my god, no. Falcon no. Please no. Just no. No. With Falcon Winter Soldier limited series in the works. October 30th, 2018 for the Disney stream app. Titans, I can see it. Uh, I gotta watch Titans. No, you're good. Um Damn, I I, I said that cat uh Steve Rogers and, and Tony Stark weren't gonna make it. Tony Stank, not gonna make it out. Ha. Um, <laughs> um I don't know about Thor. I'm iffy on Thor. I feel like if anybody sticks around, it could be him for at least another two films, maybe. I don't see Thor going away. I just feel like he doesn't go. I don't know about Ruffalo either. I feel like they could easily roll out two to three Hawk films in this next phase of films. And they they haven't done that. And there's a lot to explore. Well, that's true. I know that there's legal reasons that they... Yeah, they can't do a full flip. They said they're going to do a whole bunch of Hulk buddy movies. Like, that's all they really can do with him co-starring. Yeah, I forgot all about that. So, so I don't even like that idea. Well, Ragnarok worked, but it's not going to work for everybody. It's because the, the, how the rights work. I forgot. Who is it? Whoever did the last Hulk movie, they have the rights to the next Hulk movie. And until they release it, they uh, Marvel can't release a full featured Hulk movie. Hold on, I'm going to see if I can't find a podcast of one-on-one. Oh, he's still Universal owns them, that's why. Yeah, that's what it is, yep. Wait, Universal owns who? Uh, they own the Hawk rights still. So they're oh. borrowing them from Universal for the film, for the Marvel movies, but they don't actually outright own him. And if Universal comes out with anything, then I think they got to wait 10 years before they can actually get him back fully to do a film. Sidebar, so... Um, Map. Who do you think of the OG Avengers going to survive? We're going to go back to the original question, but who do you think from the OG Avengers is going to make it out of that game? Uh, first off, let me say I was pissed as hell. Tony Stark didn't die in the last movie. That was bullshit. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, I kind of like, agree with them. I kind of agree with them. No real sacrifices in that movie. Like you said earlier, they could have killed Black Widow. Movie would have kept going. 
Gamora was no, only sacrificed. losses. Because she's about to die on my screen. But no, I agree with you, Maps, because honestly, when he took that shot uh, in the gut from Thanos, I, like that shit just hurt That's me. That's supposed heart. to have been it. Oh it my hurt God. my heart. Like, the and I was like, this is it. This is it. And then they didn't do it. I was like, fucking kidding me? Like, kill the dude. Like, I love Tony. Tony's one of my favorite characters in MCU, but you gotta pull that trigger. And they, they would have seen the whole thing. Even though Thanos would have killed all them people, but he would have killed Tony personally. He would have died protecting the Earth. Poetic as hell for someone who is self-centered as him. Full character development. Bam. Yes. And then the crazy thing is, I'm worried that if he dies in Endgame, it'll be a Glenn under the dumpster kind of thing again. If anybody gets that reference yep. from The Walking Dead, I feel like it'll be the exact same thing where it's like, oh, Glenn's dead. No, he's not. Oh, here's Negan's bat. It's, I kind of feel like it's... we. I don't know. They should have done it in Infinity War if they're going to ultimately kill her. They should have did it. They they should because man, I, I could go on. I'm not even about to waste y'all ears about how he should have. The facts I have are how he should have died. I was just say this. He's fighting Thanos. Thanos was hitting him with the power gem, which is unlimited power. Right. How did he die? You're, I mean, I give you your tech is good. Is that good to resist unlimited power? But anyway, uh, with the question, I think um, I don't know. I think. I think, of course, Black Widow, she gone. Um, I don't know. I think they might be to have a new Thor because they were saying they, they the whole next phase, they looking at a lot of uh, female characters. So female Thor might be something they could they could use that to make money off of. Of course, Cap is gone. And I don't know. I think they might because how people love Robert Downey Jr. Had, had Stark live but retire or some crap like that or something. I feel but, like Robert Downey Jr. is going to pull a Sean Connery and like not do the role for like six or seven years and then decide, hey guys, I feel like doing a Tony Stark movie and then Marvel's going to actually pay him to come back and do a Tony Stark Mark, movie. Mark, they're going to bring him back as the next as AI in like 10 years. Oh, absolutely. When comes back, watch. Oh, shit. Then all they got to use is his voice and they go like this to have a young, because you see how they did in Ultron with the, uh, when they had the young Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you mean Civil War? I'm sorry. What, was they, that, they, you know what? That was Civil War. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I get it. You good. <laughs> so, Lamarique. So, what do you... So, going back to the original and the, the next question, what do you think is the... What do you see for the future for Endgame? Do you think that it's going to be a letdown or do you have high hopes for it? And who do you think of the OG Avengers, who do you think is going to make it out of Endgame? So I think I don't think it's going to be a letdown, but I don't think it's going to be like an amazing blow your mind movie. It because it's kind of like it's kind of like when when you're watching a trilogy and the best was in part two, the best mm-hmm. things that could happen were in the second part of the movie and the third part is just. Collecting all the stress, collecting all the like Empire together. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to close the story and it's going to set everything up for moving in the future. I think Tony Stark is going to retire. And just like he did in um, Homecoming, you know, he, he could send around century versions of, of himself. Um, uh, you know, just a bunch of floating. Tony bots 
all over the place, wherever he's needed, but he doesn't physically have to go do anything. And also, let's not forget that he does have that suit for Pepper Potts, so it does set up a thing for her to kind of, oh, excuse me, for her to kind of um, take his place as the action part portion of it, and him just sit there and go into the machinations of what Tony Stark does. I want to see Riri. So that could be what and what what the next Iron Man movie would be about. Him sitting there looking into other people to do it, and it could be like how uh, I don't know if you see read any of the new Iron Man. It would be it, 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 they would call it Superior Iron Man, but only because he's not focusing on himself being Iron Man, but getting the Iron Man out of everybody else. So Riri coming in and all of the other people he would be pushing through the foundations, and it would kind of grow the Iron Man mythos more than what what a lot of people know now. And Riri wouldn't like if you know Riri's not stay as Iron Man, she hated being called that, mainly because it ended with man. It was like why right. and she was and so she's Iron Heart and um I forgot what Pepper Potts is called. Is it emergency or something like that? Like it's like help or it's something like that. So they are two people with fully realized suits and two completely different branching story paths and more things on trying to get possibly Miles Morales in since, you know, hey, <laughs> we have that alternate universe. Maybe we can do this. Right. Hey, uh, my bad. I just wanted to, since you know about Iron Man, I wanted to ask you a question, man. Since you're talking about storylines, do you know the, what's the one that's the most wanted storyline? Mm, which one? The one with his brother? No, the one when he was uh he 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 was running he was running from Osborne and he was dumbing himself down. Oh, yes. That was, um, I think like if they did something like that, but then you just get rid of Pepper Potts and put Riri in there, I think that, that'd be ill. That would be. Then good. you're getting rid of him as the story goes on, and by the end, it's just her. Yeah, Pepper's name was Rescue, by the way. Rescue. Rescue. That's what it was. Yeah, I I actually love that story where Norman was trying to chase him down because I love Norman Osborn. Like, I love that idiotic motherfucker. And, like, Man, Norman was, is my guy. Listen, if we can get Willem Dafoe to do Osborne again <laughs> in uh, this movie. Osborne is what Trump wish he was. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is what Osborne would. Because Osborne is, is, is rat shit crazy, but he will keep it together until they leave and then go wild. I'm playing through the Spider-Man game right now, and every time Norman comes on, like, he, like I, I get the vibe of, like, this guy is what Trump thinks he is in, in his own head. And yeah. it, it's, it's, in, it's unbelievable. And it would be great. Because imagine you have... I, I feel like he might have been the best part of the original Spider-Man movie. Oh, hell like, yeah. He was. Oh, he was yeah. 100%. His performance was excellent other than that damn Power Rangers close. suit. He was so oh, yeah. comic booky villain. It was perfect. And if we were able to bring that sort of, you know, talent back and have him be a true villain since Iron Man 3 gave us nothing. Mm -hmm. So you get a true villain for him to go against, even though they don't really cross paths very often. That would be it. That would be that shit would be lit. Excuse me. I'm I'm too old. I'm too old for that. And then that will go straight with the Captain Marvel. Uh, secret invasion thing. They could be the that could be the next arc they set up. Exactly. Oh, and actually, they're pulling this and they got to hit Fox. Bam. Actually, that right there is the other thing. 
we can put Iron Man away until Secret Invasion. Because then he would come back and say, there's a problem, and you guys didn't see it. You're not the original use. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be dope. And who would have had a tech to find a scroll? Stark. Um, no. Well, in the movie, they, they, they could write it that way. Okay, I was going to say, um, we're forcing Mr. Fantastic in, buddy. He's coming. Oh, oh yeah. but in the movie, they wanted to write, because you know they're going to dumb it down like that. They can have him like that. That's the reason why he comes back. Blah, blah, blah. He doesn't fight. Here's the stuff. Information you need. Blah. Yeah, that would That's work. That's an easy paycheck. You That's still it. with us, Marcus? We, uh, we like really went down the nerd road on you now. Oh, but no, that's the whole purpose of the question. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I mean, you guys are thinking of shining and thought of, so hell yeah, man. Keep it going. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, so Marcus, since you're not reading comic books, you want to read some manga? Sure. It, 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 manga would be like Japanese comic books. They're pretty yeah, awesome. Not hentai. Just manga. Uh, no hentai. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you some links, but <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's M A P. What up? It's your boy Miles Amadeus Prower, our Black Man Podcast. Here to tell you. First off, if you're here, you ought to be listening to some quality shit. But you already know that because you ain't no noob. Kev, what you on right now, man? What's this, what's this like the 15th installment of your pie series? He's been at this for a minute. It's at the point now to got the competition. It's like the McDonald's with the uh, with the numbers up on the board. Cows are gonna start coming in like just just turn me into a happy meal. It's inevitable. I can see from the profile number. You see what I'm at? I'm over here with the Hyphen Podcast group. You know what I'm saying? Over here like Kevin Durant getting rings. But anyway, just know if you're listening to Hyphen Podcast Nation, first and foremost, you're listening to quality. You're listening to realness. And you listen to a podcast that I'm not going to lie, I've sat and listened to and tried to hate and I couldn't. That's just being real. This is a man who you can wake me up of a drunken stupor and I can give you five things I hate about any member of my family. <laughs> but I can't find one thing I hate about this podcast. It's good and it's quality. And it's coming from me, Miles Amadeus Proud. Crotch grabbingly great, Miles Amadeus Proud. Check it out. This is quality stuff. This man shits excellence and pisses perfection. You take it from me, Maps. Be so to speak and quick to listen. Take it away, Kels. So what suggestions do you have? Well, what's the last thing you read? Uh like anything? Yeah, anything. Um John Lewis had this autobiography he wrote in the late nineties that I'm reading right now. I haven't yep. finished it, but I'm reading it now. Oh fuck that. Comic books aren't for you. You Holy should reach sort of the berserk. Read sort of the berserk. <laughs> he gave up on him. Damn. You're too smart, bro. Let me just get you the uh, the Questlove books. <laughs> I, I read that. I read that years ago. Well, did he come with a new book recently? He has two books and a cookbook. Oh, shit. I might be writing. I think I think he has a yeah he has a second book and a cookbook. Well, shoot, he's he does the show in the middle of the day, the Tonight Show, and then he has this whole night to either go DJ or kick it at home. Because I read the I read the book with um I forget what it was called, but it came out like three or four years ago. It was sort of like an autobiography of him on too, so that was no better He said you're too smart for comic books. Damn. <laughs> Marcus, I'm still here for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lamarie like, said fuck it. 
Colin, you read a lot, don't you? I, I do. I, I don't read as many books as I'd like, but I'm always reading something online. I always yeah. find some interesting shit to, that I'd be digging into. I need to get a Kindle so I can start reading books books. I don't like reading on my phone, man. I, I need a oh, book. Too distracting, man. I need them pages. I need that library smell. I've learned to love it. It's not my thing, but I got I got four kids and this hobby called a life. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's easy to me through that. But yeah, I mean, far nothing, nothing beats books. Like the other day, my wife was getting mad at me. I refused to throw books away. Hmm. It's, like, it's a kid book. It holds information. <laughs> hey it, man, this when will the always be the color green. This will never be obsolete. Exactly. Hey, hey, man! When when the computers come turn on us like Skynet, the first thing's going to get us to these laptops and these tablets, man. I'm telling you. Oh, are you playing? That is like my only real fear, Skynet. I mean, that's a. Uh, that I don't want to get down a rabbit hole, but that's a fucking real fear, man. Well, that, that's my only because it's it's very feasible. Hell yeah, it is. Every day you get closer. Considering. Considering that uh, we're starting to get more and more autonomous killing robots that are able to parkour, eh, so, yeah, Skynet is gonna be a fucking real thing soon. Hey, have y'all seen that movie? Uh, what's that? Uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. Plug. Is that, is that the one where the guy falls in love with the AI? No, you're you're thinking about uh, the one where Johnny Cash fell in love with the uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yeah, ex no, machina no, her, something different. No, no, no. Her that is her, but in ex machina he does fall in love with the. the oh, uh, I haven't seen it, so let me just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know me, you know it's not too many things I say I like. I love that movie. I bought that movie with money, and it's not too many things I can say I paid for that her, movie. Ex machina. You you see the funny thing about that is I feel like her is original ASMR on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that voice. Shout out to Cardi. Um, so Wait, yeah, where where are we at? You did say shout out to Cardi. I did say shout out to Cardi for the ASMR. That shit was disgusting. That was hilarious. <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna give my quick who I think will actually survive. In the yeah. Game. Um, I think Tony's gonna survive. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be like a mentor role for um for Peter going forward. I think him I think him and Pepper Potts. I think they are gonna have a kid. Um and so he's just gonna be a dad. He's gonna give up the game. Um I think Cap is out the frame. I think my man he ready to get out that contract. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Cap yes. gone. Uh Cap gone. I think Mark Ruffalo and um Black Widow they're gonna go hit some island somewhere and do it all night. So I think they're out. Um I think Thor Thor, I think Thor, other than Thanos, was the MVP of I of Infinity War. I think Thanos is gone. Um, I think Map is right. I think they, I think if anything, they probably will have like a woman Thor in the future. Um, but I think Thor is gone. Um, I think um, when Hawkeye comes back as Ronan, mm-hmm. um, I think that I don't think that's going to really last. I think that's just, just going to be for Endgame, but. Um, I hope Falcon and I hope Falcon dies on the first episode of his series. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Winter Soldier, the TV show. Uh, hey, I will watch Winter Soldier, the TV show, more than Falcon with anyone doing anything. To I gotta agree because <laughs> Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie just doesn't do it for me in a role, man. 
Yeah, he wasn't really owning it. He's never has, never. Every, never every has time I see Anthony Mackie on screen, I think about freaking the Biggie movie, and then they they're in the club, and Biggie meets Pac, and the first thing Anthony Mackie says is, "Ha, I'm Tupac," and I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Oh my god, that's I just keep taking Clarence. Every time I see him, I was like, oh, from A-Bow. Yeah. This dude from A-Bow. He done oh. moved up in the world. Uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Oh my god. Uh, Reginald? Papa Doc. Papa Doc. But no, what was his real name? Clarence. 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 Oh. His real name is Clarence. And Clarence stays at home with both parents. He went to private school. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they found the shit out of him. Oh man, I'm watching Infinity War. Thor just put the <clears throat> axe in Thanos' chest. You'll die. I told you, you died for that. I'm right behind you. I, um, Thor is currently uh, holding the star together to make the the Stormbreaker. Oh man, so he just snapped. So okay, so yeah, who? They made Thor a little overpowered. Like that wasn't overpowered. I don't think so. I mean, he's... That's how strong Thor is. He's one of the big three. He's... Nuts. And he just absorbed the power of a star. No. Nah, and yeah. he had Stormbreaker. So that was the and whole thing. Stormbreaker makes him that much stronger, but yeah. And no, he's beautiful. That's, that's the thing, though. Like, one of the things that they... <laughs> I, you know what? They gave him all-father Thor powers instead of regular Thor. And that's that's what I... Sorry. I'm not mad at that, though. Yeah. And it, and and it's and it doesn't kind of place right because if he had that power, he should have been the one to snap Thanos's life. Yeah, well, he would have, but he didn't aim for the heart. He would didn't aim for the head. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is all all because that Thor, that Thor that is all father, the one that you know, all of Asgard is destroyed, and he is the last Asgardian, and he's yeah, technically he is the all father. Right, he is the all father. He's literally God, not a God. He is God, and he is God-powered. He's omniscient. He is everything. Thanos couldn't stand up to him at that point. Like, Thanos would walk up to him, and he could use just his bare hands to break Thanos' neck. Right. And if we're going to say he's that powerful that he can channel the power of a sun through his body... I mean, he, he should be able to whoop Thanos' ass at that point. Well, maybe I mean, he didn't quite understand the power he wields at this point. And I mean, then Thanos he was given a booster. Thanos put the Infinity Stone to his temple, and he survived that, like, to his fucking temple. But he, he wasn't really trying, though. He was kind of tort. Uh, here, here's a Thanos apologist. Thanos apologist. <laughs> I'm assuming that was the effect, because he was trying to get the gem from Loki. Right. So, assuming that was the effect. Yeah, he wasn't really trying to kill everybody, uh-huh. kill everybody. He was just trying to get the job. The, the whole power thing, it's kind of off and inconsistent. And although, although he did kill everyone on the ship to get to that. Yeah, see, that that's the stuff I'm missing. I, that's, that's what I wish we could have saw, like him putting boots to asses, like him putting in work. Even yeah. like he came in like in the middle of the battle with Wakanda and just started beating everybody's ass. You know what? I actually appreciate that you said that because that reminds me of uh, the scene from the last uh, from Rogue One 
I don't know if you've seen uh, the end scene where, or it's not yeah, the, Vader, where, where Vader actually oh, comes wow. in. Exactly. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Vader comes in and lays in work. He proves why people are fucking scared of him. That would have made sense to see Thanos do his, and just instead of just that little personal one-on-one fight with him and they should have like the way it was but he should have came in on the opposite side of the battlefield and just walked straight through beating the crap out of everybody and did what he had to do it was you too much extra story that's why they couldn't do it speaking of they didn't they should have actually been using ma and all of those other people to do more work in in that movie because those people are fucking terrifying oh yeah they definitely are um, I, I thought they were underutilized, and they got wiped out pretty quickly too, as a story as it served a story versus using their characters and actually making them do work, as you said. Yeah, I think I think Maul balanced out Strange because yeah. they they basically have the same little screen time. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, and funny, I'm thinking about this more. I think this movie kind of is about sort of the balance, like because we were talking about earlier how. Basically, um, Scarlet Witch took um, Black Widow's time. But if you think about it, like in all these other movies, Black Widow has been a pretty key part of everything. And Scarlet Witch is really haven't really had much to do for a lot of the movies. Mm-hmm. And this movie, she was basically the second strongest Avenger. And so, I don't know, they kind of sort of balance that out. So, yeah. Yeah, it just for me, it kind of makes you think like the whole thing when she picked up all them big old machines and threw them. Yeah. He was that strong this whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. Niggas was she just this whole time. Stuff? You could have just lifted the like when they had the whole thing with the bomb. If you was that strong, you couldn't have. I don't know, but yeah, it just seemed like she was underutilized. But I, I get the whole point. Maybe it's because Vision was about to die and stuff like that. But of course, she's already nerfed as is. Hmm. Absolutely. So they're trying to take down Thanos now. In my watch. (laughs) Oh, so speaking of Thanos, so this question is for Map and Lamarique. Um, uh, On the the um, whenever we just me and Kellen discussed the tenth anniversary of the Dark Knight. uh, You know, we had to decide who was the greatest comic book movie villain ever. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker or Thanos. So we got to put the question to you. Uh, let's start with um, Lamarick. So who do you pick? I I picked in the conversation. I picked Joker, um, but who do you pick, Joker or Thanos? Uh, as being the better bad guy. Yeah, it's like just uh, just think of like an overall villain. Like who, like in the movies, like who do you think was like the more effective villain? Uh, in this movie, Thanos is a, a better overall villain. And if you think about it, Thanos has been a better overall villain for more than one movie because he was pulling the strings for a couple other... He was pulling the strings through the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So I think yeah. he's a better overall bad guy. Joker always needs Batman. Joker on his own is just a depraved lunatic. Actually, not even depraved. He's just a lunatic. So 
he needs that foil. Whereas Thanos, without somebody trying to stop him, he's still fucking Thanos. Damn. That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. All right, Matt, who do you, who do you pick? Uh, the better villain, Thanos or Joker? I'm going to have to go Joker, man. This is why. First off, I think one of the reasons why, like he was saying, the whole Batman, you know, Joker needs Batman. I think he's a dope villain because that's what a villain does. It equates or balances out the hero. And I think I think Joker was worse because, I mean, anybody can kill a whole bunch of people. Joker will put you in a position where you kill people. Joker will make you do some messed up stuff. He did that to Bruce, yeah. Yeah. So it's like anybody can do that, but it's like, yeah, I, Joker will make you lose your religion and then laugh in your face. <laughs> yeah, but you but know, that's like, the, and the whole thing is he doesn't it like he's like Thanos. It's nothing personal. He just does it what he does. He's an agent of chaos. Yes. There's at least to Thanos, it's a logic to it. Joker's mm-hmm. thing is that if I can do this, then Batman's not helping you. Or if I can cause chaos, then never was control. Well, that's the thing. I I think like Joker is always looking for that attention. And that's what, like, you know, you, you always talk, you always think about those kids who do bad things. They seek attention. And Joker seems like that a lot of times. And especially when he knows that Batman's going to come after him, he th- makes things more elaborate to get even more attention so that he's seen even more. Or so that he can laugh at Batman for not having figured it out f- soon enough. Like, one of the best things I remember about Joker is his connection with the Riddler. And he has riddles that even the Riddler doesn't like to answer. He forces people into a corner, but without your input, he's nothing. He is an agent of chaos as well, but he needs your input. He needs your attention. Mm, I can't argue that point. That, that that's a real good point, <clears throat> but I, I I mean besides that I would say he he personally does more actual acts of evil, knowledgeable evil. Yes. Like Thanos is like this sucks, but it's like if if if, if you had to cut off somebody's leg, I mm-hmm. don't want to do this, but this kind of has to be done, and if somebody's got to do it, it's gonna be me. Oh, yeah. but wait, let's not forget um, Thanos in the comic books. He went back and tried to kill all of his children because there is a. Uh, oh no 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 no! If you're going comic book, well, yeah. no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm talking strictly just the movies. I'm talking oh movies. yeah, if we're going movies. I'm going to say Joker, but if we're going comic books, oh yeah, it's Thanos. Yeah, in the, in the comic books, Thanos has issues, and he's so much worse. Anybody who tries to impress death, <laughs> with a, tries to impress death with a body count. Multiple times. Yeah, yeah, he like was always like, after death. He he loved death so much he cock blocked Deadpool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he was like, You can't get it now, you can't die, bitch. I curse you with immortality. Yeah, Kellen those don't play. Kellen, has your cause the last your answer was uh, Thanos before, right? No, my answer was Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, okay. Has your answer changed or is it still Joker? No, it's still it's still uh, Joker from Dark Knight. It's still the superior performance of Thanos for me. Um, even if breaking it down like Maps and Lamarick and looking at it from their different perspectives, I still got to say that I prefer Joker's chaos to Thanos' logic. 
there's no benefit to it. That's what makes it worse. It's like, why'd you kill those people? No reason. That's scarier than yeah. saying, I have this crazy reason and this is why this has to be done. Right. Yeah. Like, you're, I see your logic. It's wrong, but I see your logic. Like Joker's logic is I do it because why if someone if I couldn't, then someone would have stopped me. There yeah. was never a plan with Joker. That whole film. And, and that's, that's the thing ultimately un, the reason why that Harvey ended up the way he did and why the Dark Knight uh, why the Dark Knight uh, not, I was going to say rises but why the movie ended the way it ended is all because of the actions of the Joker was just so unpredictable and random and had no freaking merit at all. That, that, that thing where there was no plan is so much worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah, that that that's so much more scary to find out. Then it's worse to see stuff actually come together and you realize you were just winging it this whole time. Oh <laughs> uh, man. So I mean we we hit all the topics. I mean, I think we had a really good conversation about Infinity War overall and you know, just what we see and sort of we see you going forward from here. Um we me and Kellen, we talked a couple of times about the MCU and sort of the legacy of um, you know, MCU versus DC and all that. Um, do you? Well, more specifically for mapping for uh, Mike and Kelly, you can you can chime in too. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, but do you guys saw you map? Um, do you guys have any hope for DC? Because I have no hope for DC. Um, <laughs> I think the okay. next I think the next Wonder Woman is going to be good. But beyond that, I don't have any hope for them. What do you? What do you have? I mean, because you said you, you said even though, I guess Aquaman will be a good bad movie. Um, do you have any hope that they're going to steer their course correctly, or is it still going to be a shit? I, I think, and it's funny. I had a Facebook status about this a while ago. I think that <clears throat> um, to quote, I guess Baki, DC has the advantage of the disadvantage. Mm. It's in the sense that, like, if you're already getting your ass whooped. Anything you do from there is an improvement. <laughs> so it's like if you've been That's getting your shit. ass whooped a whole round and I just come out and hit you twice and then you continue to whoop my ass. That's a hell of an improvement than the rest of the fight. And it's like with Aquaman, it's not a bad movie. It's a good movie with a bad premise. Like to me, I think they should have got my man Jason Momoa to play Lobo. To be oh. logical as hell. I don't think he could do Lobo. No, so the thing about Lobo is, like, Lobo has a lot of internal monologue. Like, he is Deadpool. Except with a louder voice. And and not so funny. Just really me. So I think to me, I don't even really think he's a great Aquaman. I think he's good at what he does and how they tried to make him the DC Thor. What did they try to do to him? They just made him with his hair float in the water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think like just like if you see how he acts, he's all like, "Yeah, bro, come on, man." I, I'm like, he's so good. They could have made Taylor because they're gonna whenever they do Lobo, they're gonna dumb him down. They could have had him do that. Um, I don't know who else they could have got to play Aquaman, but I think if they just because if you look at it pound for pound, DC has more better characters. <laughs> They just try to come up with a cohesive plan and don't try to play catch up because you're never going to catch up to Marvel at this point. Just do what you do. See, I 
Well, I half agree with you. I believe you. I, I believe you're right when you say you're right. They have the characters that people have been following for years. The comic book movies we were watching for three decades were DC comic book movies. Yes, sir. Superman. Yeah. Do you know how many times they've redone it? We've had seven different Supermans. And Nicolas Cage was nearly one of them. <laughs> we've had Superman on television. We've had Superman on the radio. We've had Superman on movies. We had Superman in comic books. We know DC can do it. Now, the thing that made Marvel different was Marvel, when they did this movie thing, they didn't think, oh, let's just pick a character and make a movie. They said, let's make something bigger. They had a bigger picture. A universe. And, yeah, a universe. And they built and worked around it. They thought about all of these in phases and said, okay, as we're constructing this universe, this is how we want it to be, how we want everything to interact. And so when you go through from Spider-Man to Iron Man to Black Panther to all of this, it's all in the same world and they all are cohesive. None of these DC movies are in the same world. So when you keep seeing all of these Superman reboots and all of these Batman reboots, none of them are in the same world. And you're like, what are we doing? How, you know, they can, they're going to reboot Batman again. And, oh, yeah. And you know what? I wasn't, I didn't mind Batfleck. I didn't I thought, either. Oh, I thought he was great, man. Listen, I, yeah. I, I like, I like them too. Ricky Marcus Bat- hates him. He, he, I mean, it's Ben Affleck. You're going to hate him a little bit, but I liked yeah. the older, gritty Batman, and I liked that he was more violent and angry. And I like that he was hurt because that's one of the, it kind of showed that there was a world that he was in before. Like mm-hmm. every single Batman we got before was like shiny suit. I'm Batman and I'm going to kick some. Ass. Nah, this one was like, I've been Batman for a while. Fucking Robin died on me. And the world is a piece of shit. And right. I'm Batman. And it, it, it worked and it, had a world that it was building and I needed them to continue that but they didn't or actually they could have in in so many different ways they fucked up on Flash they fucked up so bad on Flash you don't like Flash? thank you Flash the movie movie Flash the movie Flash was terrible the movie Flash should have been a little older I'm just a fan of Ezra Miller I live Ezra Miller but I didn't like I didn't like the Justice movie overall, so I can't really argue. I, I didn't like him because it's like, and this is me being, you know, being critical of detail. First off, his running form sucks ass. They should have had him watch <laughs> one of the videos. Serious? Why did he run like he had something up his ass? Workout. You supposed to have like Flash. He's a skinny dude, but Flash got some legs on. Because that's pretty much all you do is run. He right. even looks like he ran. De- depending on which Flash you're looking at. True, because he, he, he was all muscle. Yeah. That's how so, Wally West was. Yeah. And and Wally West was the one that was like a fucking brick. Right. And Barry Allen, when he came back, is skinnier. And it's like, and I mean, he's nowhere near as big as the original Flash, but that, you know, you can't be like Ezra. That's, he would have been better at Spider Man. 
Yeah, he, he he sucks to me as Flash, but then again, it's like it's not really his fault. I have to believe they're doing. He's doing what they're telling him to do. He is. Um, they just need to like well, they they messed up after what was that Batman versus Superman that was done all horribly wrong. Like there should be no oh, way you be yeah. doing that in less than half of a movie. It's, and it's, and it should have been that we had all of these movies building the world as well, right. And, like, I don't know if you guys watch Flash and Arrow on CW. I do not. They build a world and they stick to it. And they also have, like, cross episodes that work so much better than these DC movies. I kept hearing about some huge crossover that happened not too long ago with, like, wasn't it, like, Supergirl and Legends and everything that was, like... It was Supergirl and Arrow and Flash. Okay. So... You know what? If you have like a couple weeks time, you could binge all three shows. Yeah, they're all on Netflix. Uh, I, yeah, they are. I think. Um, I think is Supergirl on Netflix? It maybe. I yeah, think it is. It, and then it, the new episodes are on Hulu. I know that. So. Right. So you could, and they build a world and they stick to it. And the latest episode, the one that had the crossover, even talked about. Where is Batman? And in a in a way that made Batman feel more solid than the Batman in the movies. Damn. The Batman, the, listen, the Batman in the movies doesn't interact with the city. In the comic books, Batman yeah. is all over the fucking city. He's not yeah. Spider-Man. I mean, he's not Spider-Man. No, but when he, he moves and how he like goes, like he jumps on stuff. Yeah, he's like he's around. He's like you know he's not just so planted. You know, right. And also, one of the biggest things about Batman is he is a detective. Have you seen a Batman movie in a while where he's a detective? Hell no. Exactly. We completely lost what he was. And going back to the bigger world thing, they could have done all of this and said, oh, yeah, I'm not the only superhero in the world. Or excuse me. I'm not the only hero in the world. I'm the one here right now. And left it to that. You know, to your imagination on thinking who, and then they have these alternate stories. They didn't need to do the giant universe story. Hang on one second. And he's gone. Well, I guess. No, I'm sorry. I didn't want to cough on the mic. Uh Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He just he just ashed away. Yeah, I I muted myself so I could cough. You're all good. I've been doing that the whole show. Yeah, but um. If somebody can come in and take the DC universe and say, all right, we're going to try it the way the Marvel way and rebuild it and do some of the smaller characters, it would be so much better. You I'm actually I mean? excited for Shazam for that reason, though. But they're trying to give um, Cyborg a movie, though. Like, who wants to see a live action Cyborg movie? Though? If done right, it could be done. So first off, Cyborg looks ass, and I'm mad they did. Oh, that's that. what I'm saying. Like, he looks here, terrible. My thing. If, if, this is how I think they should have did. <clears throat> and I know I take put too much too much thought into this. I think like how they should have did it. They should have went, went straight went to Thanos approach. Mm-hmm. The Justice League. They should have had what you do is you put Starro. Starro does you can use that and you can introduce a whole bunch of villains for no reason at all and have them fight them. Then you can at the end of it, at the last person, it could talk about, well, I'm bringing this, blah, blah, blah. And then you can introduce, better yet, take it back. You can introduce the whole Justice League and all of them. Like, have you read, um, any of you read All Star Batman? Oh, you know? yeah. 
they can do it like that. Started with Batman. He's telling you about the existence of all these other people and how he's straight smarter and over all of them. Mm-hmm. Then with all that, then you can use the Star Wars thing. They have to fight, let's say, um, Mongo. Pick anybody you want. Or if you're really trying to do a cash in with a spinoff, Lobo. Then they do that, and you spin off into other movies. And after the, uh, the next Justice League movie, they fight Dark Side. Damn, I, that sounds like a plan. Probably something that they didn't come up with in all these years. <laughs> I fail to believe. It. I'm like, it, it just makes because with Star Wars, you can put anybody in there. Deathstroke could power, pop up for no reason. You don't need a reason to explain them. Star Wars is there. Just Hold beat on. Them. Listen, can we talk about how Deathstroke would have been the best thing to happen to Batfleck? Oh my oh. God! Yes, they they, they they talked about uh when they setting it up or something. Yeah, I, it's going to be in the next one. He's going to. I, I want that to happen so bad because you're talking about somebody besides Bane, who whoops his ass. Yes, there's only and, there's Bane, there's Deathstroke, and then KGB Beast or KGB Beast is the only ones who's ever like really whooped Batman's ass like that. Lady Shiva. Oh, and Shiva, yeah. They got this, that weird romance thing, so I don't really count that. That's just. It. There's sexual a, tension. There's a few people who've done it because, uh, oh, Wonder Woman definitely has. Oh, yeah. That's that's a give. I'm talking about, like, villains, though. And Shiva is a villain. I, I forgot about her. But, I mean, like, you're thinking about yeah, Powerhouse. Us. Oh. And Red Hush Hood and technical. Uh, Red Hood, yes. Hush oh, was, had, no. had his moment. Red Hood didn't really beat him. That was, like... A well-planned that, trap. Yeah, and then he beat the shit out of Red Hood. Oh yeah, I think I seen something, but like recently, a while he he beat the tar out of him. Mm-hmm. Like he he beat Red Hood in a way that like even the bad guys are like, "Yo, take it, calm down. <laughs> Y'all didn't have to be that mean." Right. They should make Red Hood their Deadpool. <laughs> Yo, that would be terrible. No, it would, um, he would be exactly like him. Just have him be like the anti-hero, and like he would do exactly what he does in the comics. Point out the obvious and all that kind of stuff. Like you uh, see when Batman was like, "We're about to go out here, and it's going to be dangerous, and people could die." And I want you to know that. And he was like, "It's always dangerous. You're just not realizing that. No many of you, are, uh, no reason why you lost so many of us." Oh, okay. Now I remember who it was. The other person that beat the shit out of Batman, Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yes, they should do him. Yo, can you imagine that guy went? That's that's like somebody kicking down the door of your house and beating every single person in your house one on one, and then they get to you and they're like, "You ready? Cool. You ready to catch his face, son? Right." And he couldn't do anything. Batman could not do anything. Nah, no, that, yeah, that previous it. He gave him that work. But I guess I'm gonna holler at y'all later. Um, appreciate the conversation, Matt. As hell, I had to cut it short. I mean, okay, uh, considering this timestamp, we ain't cutting shit short. Nah, we're <laughs> looking at 209 already on the recording. Oh, shit. I can't wait to hear this, John, man. Let me know when you post this, man. Oh, uh, no doubt. It's You'll definitely good. know. All right, then. Peace good out, part. y'all. Be good. All right, good Miles. And there goes Miles Amadeus Prower, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. I mean, like you said, we had a great ass conversation, man. I mean, yeah, we hit everything I I wanted to cover. We definitely covered more than what I expected, and also other questions that I came up with on the fly. So, yeah, man, it's fucking dope as hell. Um, damn. We, well, we can ask him what his closing thoughts were for Infinity War. Um, so I guess to close it out, um, 
what is Lamarik, what is one thought that you would leave us with your last thought for Infinity War? My last thought for Infinity War. Um I don't think the fight with Thanos is going to be what we think it's going to be. Because I think we're going to go fight Thanos and he's going to be like, I did what I wanted. Y'all are just here for revenge. And uh, fine. Take my life if you need it. Right. <laughs> and that that's going to be interesting. I think everything else uh, after it, because I think all of these other movies are coming after it. When, no, Captain Marvel's first. Yeah, Mar- yeah. that's March. And then we get yeah. Endgame and then Home... Uh, Far from home is in uh, July. July, and those are the three movies that we see for six, seven months. So you can imagine that, like, come this time next year, there's going to be two or three other movies that slip in, and we're going to be like, "This is what this is probably part of the things that we 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 wanted to fill out in Endgame, right?" And, and that's what we're waiting on things to fill it out because. We know we're going to beat Thanos, and we're assuming that we're going to get a majority of these characters back, but what we're losing is what matters. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marcus, do you want to take a stab at it? Um, for last thoughts on Infinity War, um, I hope... I, like I said before, my biggest fear is that if Endgame is a letdown, somehow that's going to make Inferior War sort of a letdown too. Because I am, I am yeah, a completionist. Wait, wait. Did you call it Inferior War? Because that's that's hilarious. Ah, uh, Freudian <laughs> slip. Freudian <laughs> slip. Freudian slip. Yeah, man. Because I'm a completist. Like I'm not going to lie. Like I, I understand how people say, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars. Yeah, wait, did you say bullshit? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Well, that's not the no. best Star Wars. It's not. What's the best Star Wars? I really think Episode Seven might have been the best Star Wars. Uh, Force Awakens. Yep. Oh, nah, nah. Oh, Why? This, this is a spicy take right here, right? <laughs> How yeah. to take Tom? So I, I got a, I got a hotter take. I think Last Jedi is the best Star Wars. But go, Yo, last, Je- go. last Jedi was dope though, and here's the reason why. I yelled about it for like an hour on the pod. So I seriously think that the first six Star Wars, their their whole thing was basically done with post-it notes. That was their whole. They didn't have anything that really made sense in the movie, but these last three made sense and actually fleshed out the universe that people keep saying is actually there. These last three made those six matter. Yes. Damn. And Damn. I'll, I'll even take it further. The reason I think Last Jedi is the best one because it specifically makes the first three episodes that people dismiss, it makes them matter in the context of um, well, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen around, oh well. So, basically a part of Last Jedi is um, is Luke training Rey, and he's teaching Rey about the Force, and he's also teaching Rey about the fallacy of the Jedi mm-hmm. and why they failed. 
like that lesson makes the first three episodes matter the most. Like you can see why their blindness and their arrogance led to the demise and led to Vader's rise. Like mm-hmm. they could like they were so they had so much vanity about themselves. They couldn't see their own enemy was Papa, uh, uh, fucking Vader and uh, what's his face? Um, I was going to say Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine. Vader and Palpatine. Yeah, so their vanity, it, it blinded them from their two biggest enemies within their own ranks. So, so yeah, like, that's why I think, uh, and also Jedi was fucking phenomenal beyond that too, but, but yeah, it taught us a lot about why the original first three happened and where the future can go for Star Wars and the Jedi in general. But um, specifically for Infinity War, like I said, I am a completionist. Like I even like um, I even like the Return of the Jedi more than Empire Strikes Back. Like I like the Dark Knight Rises just as much as Dark Knight. So I think if uh, Endgame isn't as good, I may be personally disappointed. Um, but like I said, I trust Marvel with everything now. Like I'm not going to question a single thing these motherfuckers do. Like I'm on board for everything. <laughs> And you know what? It, so we keep talking about it, and all of the things that people think is so wrong in the Last Jedi are actually things that they make happen in the first three movies. It was like, didn't the Jedi go and hide when things got rough? Yes, 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 they did. Guess what? The reason why all of the Jedi were wiped out is because y'all were fucking pussies. Yeah, and exactly. Guess, and guess what Luke did when things got tough? He, he went and ran. Back. He ran and hid, and uh, it was in a fucking cave yeah. for for like twenty years. And and nobody was, and everybody was like, "Well, what about Just his leave, favorite? How are you going to leave the Luke in a freaking cave, Leia and right. Han? It's like, oh, whatever. It's it's Luke being Luke. Like you're again losing the battle, and you're just letting him sit in the cave. And if you think about two people who approach the Force and how things are stacked, Ray, appro- Ray is not some random ass kid that was tucked away. She lived a life. She had battle prowess before um, Luke did. Mm-hmm. Luke yeah. was being trained as a teenager to to control it after they were like, well, we've been hiding him for way too long. Maybe we should train him. But Ray was out there living on her own. For right. A decade. Right. And then she got powers. She's actually a better uh, Jedi than Luke could ever be from that alone. Yeah. She faced things. She didn't wait on. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to go high. Yeah, and that's why I think like these three movies were so much better. Rogue One, I fucking love. We yeah. know everybody dies in Rogue One, but you want to know what that struggle was about. It's like Saving Private Ryan. You know most of these people are gonna die. Yeah, but you watched it anyway. You watched it for the tragedy that it was going to be. One of the my favorite things about Force Awakens is when Rey fight um goes against Kylo. She she is like. Minutes away from killing Kylo, like it's yeah. no doubt he's about to take that L. Yeah, and I love that that they were, and that's why I, like all the fanboys are like, why is she overpowered? 
well, why is she so strong? I don't understand. I need explanation. And and Leia can't use the fortune space. Like, sh- shut the fuck up. Like, seriously. Like, that is just, that just says so much right there that you don't need all this exposition. You want to sit down and have shit explained out to you. And it's like, it's right there. She is a Jedi. And obviously, she just learned how to tap into it. But there's a whole world before her that we're going to see unfold. Why don't and, you go on the fucking ride? And that's... Wanna- and one of the things I also want to say, like Kylo, <laughs> Kylo is a beast. Oh, I love Kylo. He he took it easy on he took it easy on everybody, just because his guts were spilling out. <laughs> yeah, had a lot to do with it. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, I don't think Luke could have stopped him. I mean. I think uh, I two takes. One, I I think Kylo is a better character than Vader ever was. Mm-hmm. I think that his yeah. depth and who he is is just a far superior character. And I think going back to what Kellen was saying, like, like, and also just why the vanity of the Jedi is is a really bad thing. Like, Luke's main lesson was that the force can flow through anybody. Like you don't have to be a quote unquote Jedi to have control of the force. Like that's why Leia was a Jedi without being a Jedi. Like that's why at the end, when a kid grabs the broom, he's using the force to do so. Like he's not technically a Jedi, but he can harness the force. Well, he's going to learn how to harness the force. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, yeah. So like, like Luke is basically saying like, Anyone can have this. Like, there doesn't need to be some select chosen group of men to harness these, like, these infinite power. Like, anyone can have the power if you believe and if you train for it. So, in the original trilogy, well, in the um, in the original three episodes, like, well, not the original three, the first three episodes, like, that's not it at all. Like, it's super religion, like, super orthodox, like, mm-hmm. super, like, you know, we're going to train you from birth to be in this Everyone mm-hmm. else get the fuck out the way, basically. Right. But yeah. this new, but this new, the new trilogy is saying, no, fuck that. If you believe in the force and you want to be on the 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 right side, the light, you can have it. But you just have to work for it, which other movies weren't doing at all. And I, you know what, taking it into that religion thing, one of the things I think that um, that it kind of also pushes is that that heretical or that heretical phase is what really turned people out. And it's like, you can't question it. You can't have passion. That is a, that is terrible. If you can't have passion about something, which is kind of what happens with people in, um, in the dark side, they get passionate about something and then their passion overwhelms them and it turns into hate. Mm -hmm. But and and you know if you read the books they talk about gray side and people who are on the who are on the dark side but aren't bad people so it's like what are we doing here why why don't you expand on this why don't you cuz kylo looks like he could be the one to save ray not exactly kill her and what happens then i mean i think everyone i think kylo definitely Man, because I thought I thought last I thought last year I was gonna go totally different. I thought Kylo was somehow gonna go to the right side and like somehow Ray would go to the dark and 
That would have been. Pretty oh, you thought they were going flip flop? I really, I, I really thought they were going to bring Kylo over to to the mm-hmm. light side. I, I'm glad they didn't. Obviously, or we wouldn't have had that great scene in the throne room. What, like that's just beautifully shot. All that red and those the way the fighting, and then they took out Snoke and everything. It was incredible. There was there was absolutely nothing wrong with that scene. Um, so I I did, I did think Kylo was going to come over. Um, but I'm pleasant. I'm glad that they're still on opposite sides, and now it's kind of like there's nobody else left because. I mean, obviously, our princess is gone. Han's dead. Luke's get Luke's dead. So now it's just we all have the the new order, so to speak. Lucas, I don't think Luke is so dead. Um, and nah, also, I think he's dead. He's that nah, nigga dead. They're gonna, they're gonna come. He's gonna force ghost. That's what I'm saying. Like if he if he does that, is he really dead? Ha <laughs> no one ever really dies. That's what Nerd taught us. <laughs> he just said, "Ha ha." Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> oh, like, am I really dead? Nah, B. I'm just taking a nap. Oh shit! When Yoda, when Yoda came back, I was hype as fuck. So, yo, that scene and Yoda was. I've just rewatched it the other night, and Yoda was only in the movie for that scene was like four or three minutes. It was really short how long Yoda was in there, but Yoda dropped so much knowledge. The, it's sacred, incredible. the sacred texts of the Jedi have you read them? <laughs> Page turners, they were not. <laughs> and then Luke had to look at him and be like, fuck no, I ain't read them. What the hell you mean did I read them? But that 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 also proves it. That's just like the people who who keep fighting about the old movies and how great they are. Like, did you really take a look at this or are you like living off the heat of your memories. Right. There's, there's a lot of shit that was terrible about this. Yeah. I haven't watched the original trilogy in years, probably not since y'all remember like on uh Thanksgiving and Christmas, like I'd say like maybe five or six years ago, they'd always like play them, like yes. play them back to back to yes. back, like right after uh Revenge of the Sith came out. And since they stopped doing that, I don't think I've really even sat down to watch the original trilogy yet. Oh, I've I watch it. Um, I watch it pretty. Uh, I watch it at least once a year. I watched it. Um, I watched the original. I watched episodes one through three. Um, I think it was last. I think I watched them in December just to sort of um, see how if they age better. And the funny thing mm-hmm. is, I think with Last Jedi and with Luke's thing. I think they actually have aged better, which is I didn't think that was even possible. Um, I thought I originally thought clone uh, attack of the clones like that was. I mean, yeah, it's it's not good, but I think it's not as bad as I remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think episode three is still pretty solid. Um, episode one is it's it's uh, it's it's still pretty corny, but probably but, not. Uh, it, yeah. But it's not as it's not as bad as I remember it. The original um, the original trilogy four through six, like I mean, um, those are still godbided to me. Like I I still love the original trilogy. That's what's up. Now that we uh, covered Star Wars, <laughs> what do you think about episode the, nine? The, uh, Disney trilogy. Oh, I'm so yeah. ready for episode nine. I'm so when is ready. It's supposed to be coming out. December, I think it's December Christmas. Uh, this year we're gonna get the end of the OG Avengers. We're gonna get the end of Game of Thrones, and we're gonna get the end of this new Star Wars trilogy. They like, haven't even dropped the name of it yet. Yeah, 
So it's going to come out in December. I think if I heard correctly, I heard that they've actually finished shooting. I December think. 20th. Yeah. So it is. I can tell you, Marcus, I'm getting my podcast 101 on here. Um, let's see. Production. Do I Principal photography begin in August. Yeah, they got to be filming. Filming is going to expect to be completed by February 2019. So they're they're almost done. Oh, okay. So, oh no, Thrones finished filming. Thrones already wrapped up. That's oh. right. Um, well, Thrones and um, Avengers have both wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, man. But it's gonna be fucking forever until Star Wars comes out. What was? the original question that got us here because they all answered it and I didn't answer it about um, what do I predict for Endgame? Is that where we were at? Uh, uh, you never answered it? Yeah, I, I don't think I so. I think did. I thought you and Mike answered it. I don't remember. Oh, oh you never answered this because <laughs> I asked you, I, I sidebarred you. I sidebarred you with the <laughs> Avengers question. That's okay. <laughs> that's bad. okay. That's why we, that's why I was checking. So yeah, so what is your theory uh, for Endgame and um, just going forward with the MCU, but specifically for Endgame? Um, I, I think they kind of have to. I think a lot of people will get brought back. I think there will be some surprises as to who doesn't live from the snap, who isn't able to be recovered. I really think that in order to really properly restart things. They they can't just jump to Avengers five like within two years or whatever. I think they they kind of have to reset and they have to pick a totem character to kind of build off of. And I said in our Black Panther episode that that could be Black Panther, uh, who could be the totem character in the next Avengers. But now that I've been thinking about it. I mean, it's been almost a year since we had that conversation, and I don't know if Black Panther is the right guy to start restart the Avengers with and start a new phase and new uh storyline so to speak with i mean if so, there was the comic books it would be fine but it's definitely not right right so i feel like we're going to we're going to get the movies we're going to get now and then after endgame comes out they're going to start announcing the new films we still got a guardians movie to get on uh, that we're still going to get i think are we i don't know i hear oh shit that's a real question are we going to get the guardians back <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we're still going to get Guardians three. I, I I'm obviously got pushed back because I think they were supposed to come out, if not this year, but they were supposed to come out sometime um, in the near future. And I, they're off the schedule, I believe, right now because I don't know. What, I don't. They haven't started filming. I don't know how far along James Gunn was, but they they still got a Guardians movie to consent with. But they have to find themselves a strong character to build this next phase with, and. I don't, I mean, they could use Spider-Man, but I don't feel like Spider-Man, like he's the right guy to do it with either. As much he, he is really young too. He's still in high school. So I feel like, oh, what am I saying? Captain Marvel is coming out though. So oh, shit. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Cap, so Captain Marvel is really going to be, a, is going to be the deciding factor as to see if she's going to be the true launching point of the new Avengers. Cause this is set in the nineties. Uh, Captain Marvel is. So it's not even set real time, and we'll see her in uh, Endgame, I'm sure. But then after that, going forward, we're going to tr- kind of go with her as being the first piece, I would say, to the new Avengers. So I think they might wipe the slate clean. They might do a Black Widow movie, I heard. Um, 
I don't know if Hawkeye sticks around. Jeremy Renner's been complaining about his role in the films for years um, and not feeling like he gets enough to do or being the bad guy in Avengers 1. Uh, but You know what, though? Ronan might be the thing that makes him turn around, Ronico. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to doubt too hard. But I'm going to say that from Captain Marvel, and then once we get past the game, they start announcing stuff, we'll see exactly what happens. But they got to wipe the slate clean and kind of bring a whole new team in and kind of start the whole process all over again that they started in 2008, which is insane, but that's kind of the only way to properly do it, I think. And they got the resources and the time to do it, and they obviously have shown patience before. That's what the time stone is for. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, because... If all the OG Avengers are out, I mean, the only thing left will be uh, Panther, Spider-Man, maybe Guardians, maybe not, Captain Marvel, and Ant-Man. And, I mean, Ant-Man definitely can't be the lead, even though I love um, Paul Rudd. Oh, Ant-Man and Wasp was so good. Yes, it was. was It was a perfect perfect, uh, follow-up to Infinity War, because you had all that sadness, and then you just got a nice, fun, breezy summer comedy until the post-credit scene and they reminded oh my you god snap happened i forgot ant-man came out last year yeah so 2018 probably was the greatest movie for comic books you were hating on well you weren't hating but you were fronting on watching original ant-man i kept saying like you need to watch original ant-man because you're really gonna like it yeah i i watched it like maybe a week before i saw ant-man and the wasp yep so damn i mean Okay, so you so twenty eighteen gave us fucking Black Panther, fucking Ant Man Wasp, Infinity War, and Into the Spider Verse. I mean, I don't think shit. I don't think any other year is gonna top comic book movies. Then it's gonna be tough. Like, but twenty eighteen also took away Stanley, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the candle that burns the brightest burns the fastest. So, Amen. That was a eighty-year-old candle, sir. Yeah, ninety-five, son. Ninety-five. Yeah, he was old. He was close. Yeah. He almost hit the century mark. He's trying to hit the number of Fantastic Four issues he wrote. Um, the only other year I can think of would be two thousand eight, when and when um, OG Iron Man and Dark Knight came out. Um, what else came out two thousand eight? I don't think I think that was it for Marvel. That was it for Marvel. Um, didn't when did Green Lantern come out? I feel like that was either two thousand eight or two thousand nine. That wasn't was good by any means. Damn, it might have been twenty ten actually. Uh, I, 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 I know was it was two thousand eleven. That was just a random question about when Green Lantern came out. <laughs> I wouldn't try to say it was in a great conversations or anything like that. That was super random. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Well, you, know what else came out? you know what else came out in uh, 2008? There were some great movies in 2008. So Dark Knight. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, good one. Iron Man. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Step Brothers. Classic. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk came out way too. Oh, uh, that's right. It came out like right after Iron Man, and then uh, this is the first cameo because because uh, t- Downey Jr. went and did uh, the little piece in it. Wait, there's more. Did you ever see a little movie called Wally? 
Uh, Wally was 2008. Yeah. Burn After Reading, which was actually good. Damn, we missed a lot of podcasts, Marcus. Cloverfield. Oh, I love the original Cloverfield. Tropic Thunder. Hellboy 2. Hellboy 2. <laughs> Damn. That's my fault. Um, oh God, don't, I don't forget... Don't forget the classic Step Up to the Streets. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? Bump that. You know why 2008 was great? Slumdog Millionaire. Mm. And yeah. Pineapple Express. I didn't like Pineapple Express as much as I thought I would. Oh, you tripping. I, I think it's yeah. good, but compared to compared to some of the other comedies that, that they've done and the other um what's oh um um the director. Hold on. Um, Yo, 2008 was a great year for movies because Revolutionary Road came out as well. Oh. And Mamma Mia and the, the first Twilight. Uh, 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 you just that's all day. you. That's all you. I'm, I'm all set. No. Forgetting no Sarah Marshall. No glowing. Forgetting Sarah Marshall was in 08. That's a classic. Yeah, that, is, that was a good one. Wow. It was uh, The Chronicles of Narnia, the Prince Caspian movie. Meh. I like the I first one. Uh, terrible Get Smart movie, which ruined Get Smart. Yeah. Hancock. I liked Hancock. Hey, I liked it too. I think it, they could do that again. It was and, and Seven Pounds because Will Smith just had to do two movies that year. Oh, that was his Oscar bed. Yeah. Death Race, which I liked. Zack and Mary make a porno. Oh my God. Kevin Smith. Yes. Zack and Mary is so underrated. It is. You know what? We should watch that again and have a conversation. We, I would totally do a pod on Zack and Mary. I'd like to do a Kevin Smith pod, to be completely honest. You know what? We can do this. All right. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to put it. I actually organized my notes the other day. So I'm going to go to my Docs podcast, the 101, ladies and gentlemen. Is that Google Docs you're using? It is Google Docs. Yes, it is. Oh, God. I thought it was banned. Oh, no. That's at work. Oh, okay. Um, I'm is going to go ahead and put it in your office? Pretty much, yeah. Really black mirror. Do you ever say stepbrothers in LA? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to put down Kevin Smith oh. with Lamarake. Dude. And Marcus, you're more than welcome if you're if you're into Kevin Smith like that. I don't know if you are. Um, I love Clerks. Uh, I like Clerks too more. Um, oh yeah, I well, love yeah. Chasing Amy, Chasing Amy is fire. Chasing Amy was good. Um, I'm a decent, I'm a decent um, Kevin Smith guy. Speaking of movies, did you guys ever go back to? Um, well, let me read. Did you ever do the um, Bandersnatch? No, I didn't. Oh, you uh, haven't done it at all? I've, I was just thinking about playing it, actually, because the movie's over, and I thought about sitting there and messing with it a little bit. I need to go watch it, because I've been hearing something. You, you guys have talked a lot about it. Yeah, we did. But I, <laughs> but I did hear about a lot of it before, and okay. I got to go check it out. Uh, yeah. Clerks, Clerks 2, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Dogma. Dogma, I need to rewatch. I haven't watched Dogma or Tusk, and I haven't watched um the other one. 
um, the more recent one he had that came out with his daughter, with his daughter, and and then uh, Johnny Depp's daughter in it. Yoga Hosers. Yeah, I haven't seen Yoga Hosers. I haven't seen Tusk. Where can we watch all of these movies? Like, what is it streaming on? Um, I could bring up on my fire uh, stick right now. That's unprepared. <laughs> I haven't watched Dogma really since like high school, so I forget. I forget if that movie's even good or not. All right, when are we? Uh, send me an invite for when you're gonna do this. Well, it's probably I'm looking at February probably. All right, because I, I got some plans for this month. Oh. Try to get this Hamilton pot off. I actually have a friend who's going to go see it in Pittsburgh, so we're I'm planning on getting with him and doing that pod after he sees it. So. Since uh, I try to get Nikki on here, my uh, sister-in-law, but she didn't want to sit down and do it. She was fronting. Um, Who are you so, meeting? Huh? Who you meeting? What'd you say? You say you're doing a uh, meeting someone in Pittsburgh to do a podcast? Oh, no. He's going to Pittsburgh to go see Hamilton on the 23rd. So after that, uh-huh. we're, we're going to get together and do the do a Hamilton pod. Uh-huh. So, so I actually have seen the actual show, and then I'm obsessed with it right now. So it kind of works out. Um. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking sometime in February we'll we'll set up a date to do the Kevin Smith pod. And now that it's actually on the pod, now I have to really do it because I'm probably not going to cut this out. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and close this out, fellas. So, shout out to Miles Amadeus Brower for being on. Definitely appreciate him. Had a lot of fun. Um. Marcus, any parting words for the hyphenation? Um, well, we talked a lot about visual art, but uh, read a book. Mm-hmm. No I matter what it is, read something, if, even if it's comics, as Lamo Reek uh, would like the world to do. If it has words, read it. <laughs> That's all. Oh, and uh, you want to throw in a recommendation too? Anything that comes to mind? Uh, oh, recommendation. Don't say Bandersnatch because I'm. It doesn't matter. Uh, Bandersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, on my list. You can't use it. It's like. Um, a recommendation. Um, shit. The only recommendation I can think of at the top of my head is the last album I listened to, which was. Um, Benny the Butcher, he's from Griselda Records. His mm. last album is called Tana Talk 3. It's basically like if you like sort of early 2000s, like New York sort of rap, like a lot of sort of slick talk, drug talk, drug dealer talk, like, um, but like super dope, like throwback primo type beats, like Tana Ooh. Talk 3. Like that's that's it. Like, um, it came out super late last year. It came out in November, I think, but but I fought with that pretty heavy. Yeah, you have to remind me of that one in the group chat so I can check that out. All right, cool. Appreciate that. Michael Lamarique. Yeah. Words of wisdom, last thoughts, recommendation. I actually do have words of wisdom because besides the comic books, I do read things. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know, right? That's that's just terrible. Um, so one of the quotes that I have is from Mark Twain. It says, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed, excuse me, more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than the ones you did. 
Meaning, go get do shit. Go get shit done. Hey, I um, like it. Yeah, but that's—I mean—that's really true. Like, you do get disappointed about the things you didn't do, and you've realized you were scared about doing something, and it wasn't really something to be scared about. And you're like, why not? Shit, fuck it, let's go do coke. <laughs> Unless you're Lynn Bias, and it was the last thing you ever did. It's got to be clean. Jesus Christ. Hey. That's what happened, man. Um, Facts. Second recommendation. I do have a comic book you may want to check out. It's called Archer and Armstrong. Um, Who have heard of this? It's hilarious. Actually, uh, last year or the year before, my um, Facebook profile picture was a picture of Armstrong jumping out of an airplane window, out of an airplane. And the caption said, if I die, delete my web browser history. And <laughs> hey, that's a good mantra to live by, man. It sure as hell is. And I've told a couple people to pin to my phone. And I said, if I die, I need you to get to my phone first. Um, I, I actually have th- had that thought recently. I was like, man, I kind of need some things cleaned out just so that, that uh, you know, don't want anything left behind. I need uh, <laughs> loose ends. I just need somebody to get in there and, uh, you know, close my Facebook. You don't have to go through and delete the emails, but just close out all of my social medias before anybody else does. Yes. Yeah, that'd be that's good enough for me. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, after that, if people are willing to follow me, Uncensored Mike on the uh, in on the Twitter's. And on Instagram, I go by Gorilla Monk. And in real life, I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can always find Marcus at Showing Mad Love, S H O W I N M A D L O V, on Twitter and on Instagram. Actually, the last the, the last thing I actually saw that was brilliant that I do recommend is if you can see if Bill Street can talk see that movie as soon as you possibly can it's only playing in like select theaters i don't think it's a national release yet but if if you can see if bill she will talk it's a beautiful phenomenal moving movie so see that yeah, it's definitely on my list to, to catch that i saw you uh saw what you said about it on the other day too so definitely on the list and it's already racking up awards as award season is upon us we know how they feel about us but we still tune in anyway. Um, at least the results. Um, I guess it's my turn. So my advice, my advice is don't sleep with your exes, especially when you're still living with them. And this only makes sense to me because of the story that I got told today. But don't you, sleep with your you exes. You got to tell a story. You got to tell a story. My okay, guy. okay. I, I guess know, I right? can't. And especially it sounds names. like... I'll just leave out names. So anyway, there is, there is a girl I know who is living with her ex-boyfriend currently. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, um, started seeing another girl recently. Um, not in their house, thankfully, but is seeing another girl. And the other night he, um, he came back late or something. He was in the living room drinking beer. She went out to check on him. One thing leads to another. He breaks out the fireball, starts pounding it. Mm. And the next thing you know, he's pounding her. So anyway, <laughs> that happens. And then the next day, he's like gone all day. And then um, 
he comes home finally and she's like oh where you been blah 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 he's like oh i was out doing this that and that and she's like so you remember anything about last night and he's like i remember being in the living room drinking beer so he either completely lied to her about remembering having sex with her or he's keeping that close to the vest and she's mad because then he went on facebook and said he's in a relationship with the other girl so oh. don't, yeah yeah well she's kind yeah. of putting herself in in a bad predicament because she's the ex mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. she should have and um, unless they signed off on that thing where you're both not sober and you both say yeah we're doing this you're still an ex yes yeah so that happened so mm-hmm. don't sleep with exes especially when you live with them ladies and gentlemen and especially while they're drunk especially while they're drunk and recommendations I'm not going to pull one from my list that I have here. I'm going to see what else I could pull. Um, you know what? I'm no. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to go ahead and pull it from the list. I really liked Cardi's album, Invasion of Privacy. I didn't. I went in with low expectations, and she blew them out the water. Um, I'm uh, late to the game. Yeah, I know. I'm late to the game because I listen to podcasts most of the time. Mm. Mostly it's podcasts that I help with. Um, but I, I finally got been listening to some music recently. I've been disappointed in a lot of stuff, and I'll talk about that in, in, uh, uh, in other pods. But um, the Cardi album really just grabbed me and was a solid listen all the way through. So kudos to Cardi. If you ain't listening to Invasion of Privacy, check that out, man. Cardi motherfucking B. And that's it. <laughs> so we talked about Star Wars we talked about Endgame we talked about Infinity War guys thanks for finally coming on with me I wish Eric could have been here but you know how these things go yes. so hopefully we'll get him back soon do a full brain trust pod again shout out to Maps for being here and uh, until next time who wants to do the catchphrase uh, uh, fuck. Which catch, are we doing the reading rainbow catchphrase or no? The do my cat the outro for my show. Well, what's the very last thing I say before the music plays? It goes. Don't you have the Don't you have the AKAs that you do? No, I don't do the AKAs. Well, Whose well, podcast you listening to? Wait, 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 wait. It's what, what about what about um the the music? You know, the one where you take the throwbacks that you throw on. You mean Victory Jump Off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different podcast. Damn, it's all bleeding together. It's oh my god. Anyway, I'm just going. I'm just going to do it. Thanks, y'all. That's all I wanted. I said, "Fuck y'all." Isn't that the same thing? No, that sounds like dirt. (laughs) That's something dirt would say. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Hey, I listen to a lot of Dart's pods. One of his pods, Dart said, "Eat a dick." It was like one of the early. Oh my God. He, he said, "I ain't gonna do no outro." He said, "Eat a dick." And I was like, "I hope he keeps that," because honestly, it was authentic yeah. as shit. Keep imagine, that energy. Imagine someone going to download your podcast and you tell them to eat a dick. It's like Listen. episode two or three of Dart Against a uh, Dart Against Humanity. I swear. And he's like, he's like, I ain't doing no fucking sound off. Eat a dick. And then the anchor music plays at the end. This is. It. <laughs> That that is classic Boston thing to say to somebody too, because we say all sorts of shit. But eat a dick is classic Boston. 
And I was like, he should keep that. Then he never, he never went again, and he never used it again. No, man, you can't. Most of the time, he's like, I'm done talking, and then he plays it and plays anchor song. But this, this episode, he literally was like, yeah, I ain't doing no fucking outro. Eat a dick. Yo, nah, man. If I download two of your podcasts and you tell me eat a dick twice, I gotta fade you, dog. Like, no, he only did it once. He only did it once. Like the second or third episode, he did it. That's what I'm saying. You can't keep going back to that eat a dick well. Like you can't keep going back to that well. <laughs>